if you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. This is the After Party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. Puking in the kitchen, and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. yeah and Conversion tables on WCAP after party. The circus is in town. Are you going to be uh, driving any deuces in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks all over stuff. That's what happens when you rub my tum-tum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, welcome to the after party of 980 WCAP. How are you? I'm Chris Publon. Joined in studio, I have Mr. Alan Richardson. That's me. I'm Alan Richardson. I have the very funny Dennis Worth. Good evening, Lowell. I have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, answering the phone. There's if you one. want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, I got a few things I wouldn't mind plugging because next week is Oktoberfest. It's uh, October 17th and October 18th. Uh, that that will be over at JFK Plaza. The Germans are taking over, fun. man. Everybody's German for a day. Octoon, baby. I'll be there with Chris Poublon and his kids. So uh, come get my autograph. <laughs> Five bucks. There might be um, a, a mini soapbox car. Uh, uh, I guess a fun traditional games and a mini soapbox car. I don't know what that means, but it sounds interesting. There's competition for the kids. There's food and beverages. I think kids under 12 is free. Uh, there are tickets on sale. Uh, $5 Event parking available in Lowell. All this awesome stuff. Beer, German food, Wiener schnitzels, all that fun stuff. And there's now live you're talking music. My language. Germans know beer. If they know one thing, it's beer. But you know, I think they're just too picky about their beer nowadays. I mean, if you get like a real German, I've been to a few tastings, like like these beer tastings where I'm pouring, and I'm pouring something. I think I was pouring an IPA, and there was a straight up German dude. He's like, that that's not beer. <laughs> like yes, it is, man. But they they have uh, different standards than we do. They have the the Reinheitsgebot, uh, where where they were only allowed to put specific things in their beer. So they, I don't know. If you drink light beer, you're not even a man if you're German. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's Oktoberfest going on next week. Uh, we'll be talking more about that as um, you know the week progresses. But. Uh, hey, and Dennis, you're here to plug a show while I people are indeed. still awake. Well, they're awake. October 17th, you want to drive in. You don't come to New England often. Over the Westminster Country Club in Westminster, Mass., we got Kid Dynamite from Good Times, Jimmy J.J. Walker, 
And, uh, you know, we don't get out to this area often, so he's worth the drive in. You can go to my website to get tickets, www.dennisworth.webs.com. It's W-I-R-T-H. Or you can call in and charge by phone, 978-874-5900. So, uh, you know, hey, I, I, mean, I don't know if you guys remember him. kind of young, but we all grew up watching him on TV, man. <laughs> Dino Mate! Yeah, I, don't, I didn't watch him. So, uh, well, you missed out, man. I did. It was I the sure number did. one television show on, on in the air. <laughs> right. You got anything before I jump into the next thing that I was, I'm going to play? Yeah, I got, uh, you know, Carissa Johnson, the you know girl I play drums for. She's on the show plenty of times. Uh, we're playing at the Hard Rock on Saturday. That's right. That's uh, super duper exciting. Uh, we're all, like, super pumped for it. I, I'm a little, like, I'm flipping out about it, but I try to internalize it so I seem like the cool dude. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped, dude. I haven't played drums very long, and being able to play the Hard Rock is, like, I, I look at myself naked in the... Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there you go. You're getting a round of applause. Yeah, but I'm all pumped about that. We're doing the Hard Rock on the 10th, that's Saturday, and then Tuesday... I'm going to screw this up if I don't look at this calendar. Tuesday, we're at the Midway Cafe. Yeah. And uh, Thursday, we're actually playing... Come on, calendar. <laughs> what, where's where's the Midway Cafe? The Midway is... Jeez, uh, Louise, Google, just let me know. In uh, Boston on Washington Street. Okay. Ah. Check that out, man. Check that out, man. Big time. Yeah. Alan uh, Richardson and Carissa Johnson. I think we're playing Fox Hall, actually. Yeah. Thursday oh, at the, the college? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool, man. And then, uh, let's see, the 17th, I'll be in uh, the Rocky Club in Lawrence doing a fundraiser for uh, the you know boxing club, so after I get yeah. my, my butt kicked after the show. 23rd, I'm at Ralph's Diner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll be at <laughs> Eiffel Beauty getting my hair cut. For three hours, I'll be sleeping somewhere that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting... My haircut. That's the thrill of that's my awesome. Week. Yeah, I've had opportunities shows. with Chris at his barber yeah. shop. Yeah, come on by. Jackie will be cutting my hair, <laughs> and uh, I made my appointments specifically. You're looking scraggly, man. You're I know, man. It's been bit. it's been too bad. I, I haven't. I don't know. I, the one thing I left the military with was the haircut. I really enjoyed the haircut. That's all I remember. You. I was shocked when I walked in and seen you with a full head of hair. That's I know. Like the first time I've seen you like I'm that. I'm not. I'm not liking it. Oh, hey, before we forget, also, I, I do want to mention the next half hour we have Sean LeBrun. He'll be joining us. It's Hopefully, be I'm saying. Name right. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. Uh, very talented guy. He's been on the show in the past. Uh, he'll be playing us some songs. And this time, uh, they, they came with some more gear. I see an acoustic guitar. I see an electric guitar. I see an amplifier. So I think we're in for a treat. It's going to be interesting. Full yeah. gear. Full gear. Hey, have you checked out that Ramen 1981 restaurant? On Merrimack Street. I have not. Tell me all about it, Chris. I'm Do just going to tell you it's delicious. Bob tried it out. <laughs> I did see your picture on Facebook. It was good. I felt like a little kid. They, they, you get these ramen noodles, and uh, they give you this huge bowl. And it's not even ramen noodles. I can't call them ramen noodles. because It's like it's what it a real ramen noodle. You don't want yeah. to cheapen it. Yeah, no. They, these are, like, done correctly. They're not like it's the what paste. what a real ramen they, noodle is. <laughs> and there was Germans so in their beer. These are ramen noodles. Yeah, Lowell is very cultural. I've been going all over the place. That was definitely authentic stuff there. It's like an angel hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where is that? Uh, it's on Merrimack Street, and uh, it's um, right by. Uh, there's a whole, but it, it used to be called something else. It, it used to be where the uh, Mexican place was. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Mambo Grill. Very good, thank you. Yeah, Mambo no, Grill I don't know where this there. is. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It, it was a quick walk. I was like, "What am I going to eat for dinner?" I only tonight? know it. I only know like Lowell, like between this and then, like around the campuses. Yeah, 
I know they changed the Wang building. It's no longer there. When I was a teenager, I remember. I looked forward to seeing Wang. Now it's <laughs> well, something now something it's else bought him out, apparently. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was uh, just driving around listening to Howard Stern. That was it. Yeah. We used to race down the low connector. Yeah, and then crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had, we had Trans Ams yeah. when I was young. 400 four barrel at 16. Was, how I'm still alive, I don't know. But I'm here. Yeah. I'm here on radio. I made it. Because <laughs> there's that, uh, at the little connector, they have this road. It's a it's a, it's a a brick wall right at the end. You know what I'm talking about. It just ends the highway. I yeah. know what you're talking about. I've never and, seen the highway just end like that. <laughs> and there's a crash. Like, every, every time they decide they're going to fix the wall, there's another car accident. I, I actually saw there is now somebody on Twitter called Connector Wall, and it's got a picture of the bricks. Yeah, <laughs> it needs its own Twitter, doesn't it? I don't know who it, it is, it? but it's pretty classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I try to pay attention, so I don't. I've never had a problem there, and I never even really thought about the idea of somebody crashing into that brick wall until it actually happened. And then when I found out it's happened more than a few times, oh. I was like, "Wow, that's uh that's no bueno." It's always yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, why? How does no one get it yet? I, like, really? Like, there's so many accidents, and you're still doing it. How many times before they fix it? How many times? Yeah, but what about that guy? Like, I who has to fix it? I imagine when like they hear it, they're just like, I think he's cutting brake <sighs> lines again. I think he's cutting brake lines. That's right. He's employed. Job. Exactly. <laughs> Staying employed. Well, Every time I fix the wall, someone just comes back and knock it down. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'll be fixing this wall to the day I die. <laughs> I had to fix the wall again. <laughs> Honey, I gotta go. <laughs> someone hit my wall again. Yeah. The it, donut guy, time to fix the wall. Yeah, it, it's a bummer, but hey, mind your speed, fellas. Hey, did I mention we have Donnie Connolly calling after 11? You haven't yet, but now you have. He's going to be talking about The Martian. That's going to be pretty Have cool. you heard about that movie? I have not. Is that another Matt Damon in space one? Yeah, yeah. Just this on Mars or something? Yeah. Uh, they, they go on a mission. It's like the first mission of Mars. Something goes haywire. Of course. Everybody dies. He stays alive. Uh, they lose communication, and, well, he's still, you know, alive. And he has to, like, make communication back to them to be all like, Hey, guys, I'm alive and stuff. I'm trying to grow these plants. I'm all stuck on Mars. <laughs> Get me out of here, man. <laughs> oh, Matt Damon. I need some German beer. This is Matt Damon to Major Tom. <laughs> but uh, Donny Connolly, he'll be reviewing that movie. I mean, I've saw, I've seen a trailer, and uh, I'm very interested. But what ruined it for me was reality, uh, <laughs> because like I was reading about Mars, because I I didn't really pay attention in my uh, astro- astronomy class. Well, I'll let you know right now. Mars is the sixth one away from the Earth, which is the center of the universe. Yeah, Alan paid attention in school. I'm impressed, man. It sure did. <laughs> so you have to pass other planets to get to it. I thought it was like next in line. I'm messing with you, man. All right, so you don't even know. Now it's I'm next to, to it. Look the Earth's not the center of the universe. The no, I know. Right. You, you weren't even listening. Now, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to, much like my Spanish class. Like I we see are, the words. We are pl- we are planet <laughs> numero tres. I know what we are. It, Mars is numeral quattro. They said they yeah, found that's a what I sphinx. Thought. There's yeah. a sphinx on Mars, they said. The, the, the rover took some pictures. Like the sphinx over in Egypt, they said they found one on Mars. <laughs> that's so not even say. as cool as ours. Uh, well, yeah, the, well, that's what's funny about it is um, with it, every once in a while they'll take a picture and it, it'll look like something. And they're like, oh, that's a face. Yeah. 
And then I'm not impressed. Like, oh, it's like we're making a picture out of a cloud. I see a duck. I see a goo. Uh, I see a sphinx on Mars. Oh, that means they must have Mars. Yeah, you, you think you're so cool, you know, Mars? Because like, oh, there there might be water. Like ancient civilizations got living on Mars. Like, I'll be impressed. Like, show me a Wendy's. <laughs> show me something I can use, and I'll be impressed, Mars. Well, uh, I guess there's no air that we could breathe, so we wouldn't be able to breathe in the air. And uh, the the soil is all toxic, so even if you have seeds and stuff, you're not going to be able to really. It would just be like growing in LA. You can't have everything, Christian. I, I understand that, but Matt Damon, he's like growing plants, and I, and I just I, I don't know what to think here. I'm going to have to watch the movie, and I'm, we're going to have to hear the review of Don, from Donnie Connolly after eleven if he actually reviews the movie. We'll see. I'm really hoping. He generally does. He did uh, last time. Matt Damon's a good actor. I know that. Man. I love yeah. I love his work. Well, it's crazy what they do to get a part. Like, I know uh, what's big is uh, who's, uh, Matthew McConaughey. He's in a new in, in a new movie, and uh, he had to go, he had to, like, get the bald head going, and he had to get a beer gut. So, no, now he got, like, a fatter Matthew McConaughey. No, no abs. Oh, and man. He, that sounds like the dream job. Yeah, you're well, telling me before I have to take this role, I have to cut my hair and get fat. <laughs> All right, but then he's gonna get another. I mean, but he just did what Dallas Cowboy or Dallas yeah, where he, like, uh, just lost a ton of weight. Dallas Buyers Club, exactly. I'm thinking Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. That's the first yeah, thing Chris. That, comes to mind. that movie, yeah. Dallas <laughs> Cowboy Cheerleaders. That VHS you've had since you were 15. <laughs> yeah. Classic, right? There. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's amazing what they could do. It can't be healthy. The dude, he was stickly in that movie, and now he, he's a fat dude. Like, it, I guess when you look at the amount of zeros in your paycheck, yeah, it's easier to come. Well, that's by. like, uh, do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Ah, uh, here and there. Uh, there's a whole season where Mac gained fifty pounds. Right. <laughs> that's right. Like that. Like that to me was impressive. Where he just like be- between two seasons just got incredibly fat. And then right in the middle of filming, lost it all for the next season. Was there any specific reason for that? Or uh, Well, I was watching an interview, and I guess uh, his thing was that everyone on TV is too pretty. Yeah. So he wanted just a show of ugly fat people. <laughs> and I guess his original idea is he wanted the whole cast to gain 50 pounds, but no one else was for it. And he's like, you know what, fine, I'll do it. R- really? I'm reminded of an episode of The Simpsons, Homer got obese so he could get on disability. <laughs> I, know, right, I, mean, yeah. I love that. When he started wearing the moo-moo. Yeah, and he loved it, and then uh, and he ends up saving the meltdown because he gets stuck in the uh, <laughs> in the opening there. Yeah, I know. Um, well, you see with this guy in Rhode Island who's um, he got kicked out of the hospital, the treatment program because he ordered a pizza. No, I did see that. I didn't read the article, but I saw it. Yeah, yeah I I didn't read the, all the uh, all the words, <laughs> all the fine print, but I did read just pretty much for the most part. He he was in a program. He was about uh, I think like a little more than six hundred pounds, and or, or maybe no, he's more than seven hundred pounds. I don't know, eight hundred. He's a big dude. He's a big Incredible amount of weight. He's in this program to try to lose weight so he can get the next step in uh, you know the gastric bypass surgery or whatnot, and uh. He ordered a pizza. He's already been warned once not to order a pizza, but there he goes and he does it again. You can't just quit cold turkey, you know. You have to wean yourself off a pizza. <laughs> yeah, I mean that cheesy deliciousness. Yeah, honestly, I mean I'm not gonna. I'm just I take the pizza over anything like that. Yeah, but I mean you're in a. See, I don't even feel bad for this guy for getting kicked out because I mean I feel bad for his dad having to take care of him. Cause he's, he's on disability. What's he got to lose? Right? <laughs> See, we got to work. He's on disability eating well. <laughs> I am on salary. I don't have to work you? anymore. What's that? I'm on salary. I just sit in my cameraless office. 
Is that what happens when you become a manager? Hell yeah, it's great. Oh, because your hours are all wacky. Yeah, my so I just sit my like I I just sit there and they're eating like, and getting obese, right? Yeah, I have a whole drawer of <laughs> snacks. So when you're a manager, they're just pretty much like, hey, uh, uh, take care of this and make sure nothing happens. Yeah, they'll like, make sure the store's not on fire, which I don't, I don't do a great job doing. But <laughs> What do you got right. for snacks in your drawer, Alan? I got uh, two kinds of almonds, some trail mix. I got Nutter Butters, and I got some uh, ramen noodles. All right. It's Halloween soon, so I'm going to have all my kids' candy. Oh, man, that's wonderful. Stay away. You know what? I'm actually... Uh, I, I, I don't want to say I got written. They were very nice to me when I weighed in at the VA this, uh, this past, uh, week. Cause normally I, I go to see the VA like once a year and my doctor, he weighs me in and he gave me a whole graph, this whole chart about my weight and how, how it's fluctuating and it's going crazy. And, uh, they, they put a referral in to, uh, a program at the VA where they're going to mail me a scale that's directly wired into their system. And uh, it's That's like creepy. my scale is hooked up on so, the internet. You're like uh, you're like the fat equivalent of a drunk driver getting a breathalyzer yeah. installed in his car. And I have yeah. to weigh <laughs> myself every day. Uh, and, and or what? I, I don't know. Well, they shoot you? Attach it to your car. If you want They're your car gonna, to start, you got to weigh yourself in first. <laughs> They're going to assign me uh, somebody to help me with weight management because uh, it, it's they don't want all their veterans getting fat because that's costing them lots of money. So if if we can nip this in the bud, you know, uh, maybe. And I figure, you know insane. what? If I can get this extra help to kind of put me in the right direction, I will take it. Sure, I will weigh into your crazy internet scale and. You could just tell me what to do. I would definitely find a way to replicate my weight and be able to remove two pounds a day. Yeah. And every day weigh myself, but, you know, take two pounds off every day. And they're like, wow, he's making progress. And they're like, wait, he's 100 pounds? <laughs> I lost 88 pounds myself. And it comes nice. off quick to start with. And yeah. you kind of hit a level and it slows down. And it takes longer to get off. Yeah. <laughs> But I cut out the pizza. It wasn't fun, but I had to do it. Right. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I was just imagining you trying to incrementally lose your your weight, and they're like, "How'd you do it?" And you you like don't have an arm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cutting off a finger a day. I had no idea how fat my fingers were until I started cutting them off. I tells you. <laughs> Uh, my problem is beer. Like I, on the weekends, I really enjoyed it, but I've cut that down to where like I'll split like half a beer, or like the beers we're gonna review tonight. We're we're not really gonna be drinking like a two or three beers. We're we're only having a few sips to try it out. So, I mean, that is kind of the joy I find in drinking lately. Yeah. So once I cut that out, I, I don't know. I don't. Know, I'm still trying to figure this stuff my out. My thing is, I'll forget to eat for like an entire like day or like day and a half, and then it'll be you know. Then one, you make up for it. Yeah. Then it'll be like one in the morning. I'm like, oh man, I need to eat a burger. And then, like, you know, last week here, I had forgot to eat um, since, like, lunch Wednesday and was on the show here. Yeah. And I just, I, I was like, Chris, on your way to the show, bring me some McDoubles. And that's right. And <laughs> he did. The hard liquor will get you twice as fast as the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I find I end up munching like crazy once I start drinking, yeah. too. It's easier for me to steal my kids' snacks. Settle your stomach. So. See, it's the beauty of living alone. I, there's no one's snacks to steal. <laughs> Get your desk drawer loaded. Yeah, yeah there's that. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But a lot going on. I'm looking forward to that Oktoberfest. What else is happening? Uh, I, I figured out the ripstick. Ever play with a ripstick? I don't know when the last time you've ridden a skateboard or... A bike or ripsticks are like now that's the one with like just has two wheels right yeah that's two wheels and you, you gotta, gotta like, wiggle like around on almost, it right? yeah I got it for my daughter thinking that she would like it but she did not 
And I'm like, I'm not wasting this 40 bucks. I'm, somebody's going to get joy out of it. You got a video game of it. She'd have loved it. <laughs> I know. Well, what was it? What did you get? Yeah, you, got your other, you got your kids a scooter, right? You yeah. Scooters and her ripstick? Yeah. Because girls don't get scooters in the Poopalon household? <laughs> no, I just, I, she's different. I figured I'd get Poop-lons her something different. get scooters. Davises <laughs> get ripsticks. Well, they're all, uh, we all got different last names anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah well, even the the oldest. The listeners don't know that. <laughs> it's not funny when you point that out, Chris. I know, I know. <laughs> the boys get scooters. The yeah, yeah, we'll go back stick. to Chris Poupon's sexes. <laughs> the boys get the scooters. The girls get the ripsticks. Uh, but, uh, hey, you know what? I don't even regret it because I've been having fun playing it myself. Um, After Back to the Future, skateboards was a thing. Everybody had to have one. No, oh, I, I Marty know. Marty you know. Yeah, and that's this year. Yep, October 21st. Very excited. Pepsi celebrating by issuing um, uh, yeah, a $20 collector's bottle of flipping Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, Pepsi it's just perfect. it's not even a new kind of Pepsi. It's just the no. real cane sugar Pepsi. Exactly. I saw they actually created a hoverboard that won't exist. You'd have to be rich to buy it. I figured some crazy amount of money, like you couldn't afford one, but they were able to create a hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. Under the right circumstances, it deals with uh, magnetism, and yeah. I, I I remember seeing it because every once in a while it comes back because somebody's trying to get us that hoverboard. <laughs> Dude, who doesn't want a hoverboard? It's, it's got to happen. Yeah, well, I I would want a hoverboard, but I, I imagine it being just as difficult as like a a skateboard. Skateboards are tough, but with how yeah, easy? Yeah, but you're not gonna hit a pebble. Yeah. Well, that movies inspire you to make stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw something, I gotta invent that, and it's gonna happen. Right. You well, know what? I'm not gonna be on the rest of the show. I gotta go watch Back to the Future too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You need to get all built up to buy a Pepsi. Well, now perfect. I'm just all built up now just to watch it. I want to watch me, you know, drink the twenty dollar Pepsi and, and ride the hoverboard. I can't 1. afford. One point twenty one gigawatts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun movie. Yeah, oh, it's, it's I'd amazing. watch it again. I, it's certain well, movies I, I gotta wait. Like, let's just have the rest of the show be us watching Back to the Future. Do you think that'd be fun? We could play it well, in the background. That right there. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, a movie to review. I don't know if it'd be fun for them to listen, but I'll have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> Doc. <laughs> no, they won't hear the movie. Those hear us laughing yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't think that would be. Thrilling. If you try to talk, I'll shush you because <laughs> we're watching a movie. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> I hated Biff. <laughs> leave. <laughs> make like a tree and leave. Oh boy. Hey, we have to take a quick break. But when we come back, we have Sean LeBrun. I see him wandering around the studio right now. Uh so I'm gonna go drag him in here and I'm gonna we're gonna hear I'm gonna get out of his the way musical stylings like Arnold will be back. Of Sean and LeBrun and friends. So stay Enjoy. with us music on the after party nine eighty WCAP we'll be right back. Well, I'm on my way to the city lights. Shines a light on the city lights And I got a kitchen moon train I gotta be there on time Feels so good to know she waits at the end of the line Sweet, sweet city woman I can see your face, I can hear your voice I can almost touch you Listening to the after party at 980 WCAP. Hey, stay away from my beer.
Randy WCAP, the after party. How are you? I'm Chris Publon. Uh, the comedians, I pushed them to the side because I got some musicians in here. I, I was hanging out with Alan Richardson and Dennis Worth. They will be back in the next hour, half hour. But until then, I'm hanging out with Sean LeBrun and Andy Tarara. Hello, sir. Gentlemen. Hello, how are you? I'm doing Hello, fantastic. I'm... It's been a while. It's been it's been a year. Yeah. So, I mean, relatively, yeah, it's been a while. Well, I ran into your cousin, and then it like made me remember, and I was like, dude, I, I got to get back in touch with this dude right <laughs> that's that's what katie's that's what katie does yeah that's you know what, what she does yeah. that's what we say in the family that's if there's one thing katie does that's what katie does and i ran into her at a brewery no less too and i was like hey let's get a flight let's hang yeah and the place you're at is amazing yeah yeah they do good beer border brewing yeah yeah, yeah this guy kevin o we know told me about uh this peanut butter stout it wasn't that amazing yeah i like it yeah it was nice sounds good it was like chocolate in my mouth which yeah. i love <laughs> I'm yeah, going to drop those all night, by the true. way. true. He does. Yeah. yeah. I was a big fan. So what have you been up to? Uh, I mean, teaching. Uh, Andy and I play at Fuse Bistro in Lowell. It's the only place we play, actually. Yeah? Uh, like Other than Europe. Other yeah, than well, Europe. We, we do States. go on tours when we can. It's no <laughs> big deal. Uh, no, we play at Fuse Bistro exclusively. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about it before. We pretty much like do most of its requests, and it's stuff we've never done before. Oh, no Which kidding. is actually a good segue. We only yeah. have two songs planned tonight. True. So if anybody texts or calls anything, we're gonna. the third song is going to be a request. Oh, really? So whoever has the best request, we're just going to play that. We're going to look it up oh, on a break. Oh, the lines, they're lighting up. They're yeah. Like, oh, we Jesus. Got, we have thousands of callers calling. 978-454-4980. If you want to request a song, you tell Bob, and Bob will let us know. Best and, uh, weirdest request wins. Oh, that would be great. Mm. Yeah. Go we'll, ahead, call we'll, in. We'll look up the chords. That's what we do. We just look up chords, and I go, I feel like I've heard that. Even if we can do, like, 30 <laughs> seconds of a song, we'll do it. It's so much more fun that way. Yeah, no, that rocks, man. Yeah. I'm really hoping somebody calls in. I... <laughs> I'm hoping one person calls in. Yeah. The, we don't even know if the phones work. It's really no, weird. Hey, see, I'm sometimes they surprise me. That's all I'm saying. Once in a while it happens. Once in a while, no. They could be unplugged. We don't even know what's happening here. Where am I? Too far ahead. This is weird. Yeah. Hey, so what, what do you guys want to start with? That's a great question. Uh, yeah. All right. Whatever he starts playing is what I'm going to do. All right.
that life is but a joke Messing around, huh? Just that messing really, around. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really it. You should have seen us all week. We we're like, what are we gonna play? I don't know. And then we we're like, know, all along the watchtower. And like at five o'clock, I was like, yeah, man, I should learn that song. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what we do. That's it's, incredible though, because time for me, I'll play a song like a hundred times, and I still can't get it if I don't see the words in front of my face. It's not actually I'll about you on that one. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not musical talent. Uh, it's just confidence. You can move the microphone if you want. If you oh, want to like spin yeah. it, yeah, yeah. You have full control, yeah. man. Oh hey, you look better that way. Isn't too, that nice. amazing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that one. You should just jam it up super hard. Yeah. Hold on, wait. Yep. It's oh, more okay. fun because we're on the radio, so we all know what's happening. Right, but right. Everyone's like, what? You guys are weird. Stop <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> what's just happening? painting a picture. Yeah, painting, painting a, picture. a picture. The leaves are green. No, but, I mean, it, it, it's just so cool. To th- I mean, for me, to, to be able to see it. I mean, you guys are just like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to do oh, this? Okay. Hey, yeah. yeah. And then, hey, we're still taking requests. If somebody wants to give a call at 978-454. I actually, I, think, I feel like I have texts right now because people are like, oh, calling? What's that? Call? I don't get that. Yeah. yeah. We only text now. I actually yeah, have I a friend who sends Morse code. Look, He's if someone texts you, that's fine too, man. Wow. I don't care. I, I posted to Facebook. I, I'm interested to see if we get anything. All right. I, I hope so, we do because I hope someone has some weird request I have to look up and then I have to make it up as I go. Now, do you guys just uh, mainly do covers or do you do like, um, uh, do you do any original stuff? Boat or do you skis. Just, boat yeah, skis, yeah. huh? Actually, yeah, so the second. Second, all skis. All skis. We're, we're, we used to be Polish. We converted. <laughs> I'm still Polish. Uh, oh, <laughs> oops. You bet you um, do buy. We <laughs> <Pierogies>, go. <laughs> I get the superpower here. Nice. Um, yeah, so the second song, we were jamming one night at Fuse, and I was like, oh, let's. I'm sick of cover songs. Let's just write one. Yeah. So we did. And then today, about 7.30-ish, yep. I wrote more lyrics. Exactly. Oh, and really? now we're both thinking, hey, what are the chords for this song? <laughs> but that's okay. all together. Because the yeah. writing songs is just like the covers. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> exactly. You, you either like it or you right. hate it. No. Either way, if we're having fun, <laughs> we don't care. When are you guys at Fuse? Because I can only imagine you, every, you get our people. Every first Thursday. First Thursday. Every and, first Thursday. And this year, New Year's Eve. 
Yeah. So first Thursday, New Year's Eve. Uh, this oh. is news to me. Okay. Okay. Awesome. At least one of us will be there on New Year's Eve too. No, usually right. we get the first Thursday, and people come out and get drunk. We do karaoke there too. Yeah. Which is just like, hey, yeah. pick a song because the chords we'll are easy. Live karaoke band. Oh, much. absolutely. You know? People get drunk. They have a good time. That's the most important. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that, they, and, that and the H jibbers are the best part. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. <laughs> the H jibbers. Yep. Only if you play well enough. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's great. <laughs> it's it's distracting for the song, but the rest is awesome. I got to do some shout outs too, um, to the triplets. You know you know who you are, oh, Jack, Kyle, birthday. and Alex. It's right. a birthday. Nice. You say it's your birthday. Guitar part, I don't know. Ba 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 Beatles. <laughs> and uh, to Krav Maga too, just in general. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. I do uh, nice. I do Krav Maga on the side. Oh at yeah. Salem Self Defense Center in Salem, New Hampshire. Oh yeah. I, and uh, it's was that on twenty eight. It's on twenty eight. I didn't know that it was even still there. Oh my god, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in a plaza. You don't always know, but I've been doing it for like the past two years. It's so much fun, and now everything we do, if I want to be intense about it's something, true. all of our friends yell Krav Maga first, <laughs> and then you do whatever the intense thing is. Right. Or you pretend to, everything and then you just run escalates away. Escalates very Depends. quickly. <laughs> yeah, it, re- it really does. We had a big Iron Man balloon at a at a oh, party boy. recently. And you can buy it at Market Basket, and it's just this giant Iron Man balloon that my girlfriend got. Yeah. And uh, so I did, obviously, a flying double kick that no one teaches you straight in anything. Straight to the sternum. Yeah, straight to the sternum, and then all the body parts came apart and then floated away. I've never <laughs> seen Iron Man look so weak before. Well, Krav Maga, you know? Yeah. Iron Krav Maga! Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how that goes. I can't control it. It just comes out sometimes. <laughs> well, what do we got coming up next? That's, it's uh, going to be this yeah. one. It's going to be this we'll go one. the original. Yeah, you you got to start this one, please. Right. I'm on it. Because <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah. All right, we're in A, right? You, you know I only know that. <laughs> we're we're in we're in five, right? I get high, I get low, I'll give you everything you need and more. Oh, I get high, I get low. I'll give you love and affection when you need it the most. But when love comes to town, I just don't know what to do. I'll just surround you with kisses. I'm gonna make you my missus. I'll give you everything you need. But baby, I need love. Down, got the curve that I want now. Oh, you get up, you get down. You gotta move it and shake it. Nobody's spin it around. You blow my mind, baby. I don't know what to do. You can take me where you want me, baby. I'll be amused. You can ride me like you want it, baby. I need love. 
Awesome, man. Thanks, man. How long have you guys been playing, anyway? Like, just... Like, in life? In, in, in life, life or uh, together? Well, or? Instrumentally? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, a while, ago. Musically? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think I picked up the guitar probably like seventh eighth grade. Yeah. Until like, I had like free time in college <laughs> right. to like actually sit down and figure out how it works. Yeah. It's yeah. probably when it was. Smirk a little burr, and then you got plenty of time on <laughs> your hands. You know. Eat it enhances things. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, eat some Fritos and go to town. <laughs> I didn't even do that. I I don't even I didn't even like to play guitar. Yeah. And then I just started playing gigs, and I don't know how that happened. Right. Somebody was like, oh, dude, sing, and then also play an instrument. And I was like, boo, I don't like that. That sounds terrible. And then they kept having us back, and I was like, well, I guess i got to learn how to play guitar now. Exactly. And then I did, and now I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just play guitar. Yeah, that's but, funny. Yeah, I never practiced. I remember I think you said that last time, too, oh. and you're still, uh, but I, it's, it's still happening. It's just, it's so much easier than a piano. Yeah. Because I tried a piano one time, and then I got a hernia, and I was like, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Let's not let's not curb McGur this. Let's, nice. let's just play some glitter and exactly. then show up at some radio stations and play some songs. Done. Yeah, man. And just and enjoy life. We're hanging out. Uh, it's uh, nine forty nine right now. We got about ten more minutes hanging out. Uh, I'm well, hanging like with uh, Sean LeBrun and Andy Tarara. And yeah. they're they're playing some songs and they're taking requests. I know I got a text message. Absolutely. I, think, I like I think it. We'll we'll check on it. We'll learn what that song is, maybe. Yeah. Now uh, the times they are a changing. Oh, the times they are changing. I need the lyrics. I mean, it's I don't. Know. Or, or crazy on you. That's oh whoa. Boom. That's, that's a deeper wow, like heart crazy on you. Or is there a different one? I I don't know. That's the text message so. I got. I hope it's a different one. Can we hope it's can we can we write a song called Crazy on You? Because that sounds easier than playing heart. Just make it completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, I'm crazy on you. <laughs> Cause I'm crazy on I'm you. I'm some chords right now. For crazy on you? No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, don't do that, please. <laughs> Unless when you want to sing it. Let me go crazy on you. I mean, we can do other ones, too, as we're looking up chords, because we usually do that. Yeah. Like, one of us... How about this? I'll start a song. You look up times that are changing. Right? Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, cool. That was a conversation we had. <laughs> this is this is the other. I got it all. Here's a request we got through a text, and we'll get to the other one soon. Here come flat top, he come grooving on slowly. He got juju about to go home. You roller, he got feet down below. Hold you in his arms Say you can feel his disease Now come on 
That was the in-between song, so I could look up chords on my phone. <laughs> no, I saw. And now, and now play this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this right now, which is also what I do when I'm playing live, which is I put the microphone super far down so I can see my phone, cause I can't afford an iPad. Yay! Uh, I think we're in G. Come gather round, wherever you roam. Make the waters around you have grown, and accept that soon you'll be drenched to the bone. Time is you Geez, does that work for you? Sounds good to me. <laughs> does that sound like the song? <laughs> Told you I don't yeah, yeah, know it sounds numbers, like the song. Letters. I haven't heard the song since I was a kid. This is so old. This is like when the records were on at my house, and I was like, oh, yeah. Bob Dylan, what's up? Am I even recording? <laughs> Bob Dylan, what's going on? Ready? Yep. Just Come gather around, people, wherever you roam. Admit that the waters around you have grown And accept that soon you'll be drenched to the bone The time to you is worth saving So you better start swimming your sink like a stone For the times, they are a-changing Come writers and critics who prophesy with your pen Keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again Don't speak too soon, the wheel's still in spin There's no telling who 
that it's naming For the loser now will be the later to win Nope <laughs> Times they are a-changing That's also usually how our requests go. I'm like, I got a minute of that down, and then I can't read the rest of the lyrics because they got tinier. I don't want to know Arctic Monkeys. Ooh. You know, I wish you called like five minutes ago. We don't really have a. You're making a face like you. Is that something no? We, you we just do? no. We we could. I mean. All right. Hey, well, you why don't you plug what you? Where where can we find you one more time? Because we're gonna every first Thursday at Fuse Bistro. We do exactly what you're hearing right now. We mess around on songs that we kind of know, and then we just hope people come with requests. Like I think last year, last week we got a lot of the weekend. <laughs> we gotta, Thought we were those, gonna get into a fight. Yeah, we had we had to do some <laughs> so we were very aggressively yeah. requesting the weekend. Well, yeah, it, uh, it would not leave until we played. It, it sounds like a blast though, <laughs> just hanging out with you guys. It's here, a great so. time because it's not like we don't have any sodas. Right? So. Yeah, yep, <laughs> we exactly. have plenty. So do you want to play the Arctic Monkeys or, or, or what was you, it? it he, he's the one who knows it. I don't. I don't know if we know that one well enough. I, I don't mean, know if we, we know that one well enough. See, usually what we do is we'll go on like a two-minute break. Or right. he'll play a song while I learn it, but we're kind of out of time. We are it. kind of we out are, of time. If so. only they had told us earlier, I know, the song would have been done. We could look up a tab or two. As soon as you lose. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's what I say. That, we, yeah. we can play out happens. for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna we'll you wanna end this thing? We'll play ourselves out. <laughs> what do you wanna do? We got we got two minutes left, and if you wanna just play, we'll wait till you're done and then we'll go to break for news. You wanna play some music? That sounds great. Let's do it. What do you want to play? This is also what happens at the gig. What do you want to play? I didn't make a set list <laughs> ever. Uh, what do we do a lot? Um, we do that one. We do like a real two minutes or like a two minutes, four minutes? Yeah, well, two minutes. Okay, two minutes. Then no, we can't do that one. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. She don't play around, cover much ground, got game by the pound. Get him paid his forte each and every day to play away. Can't get her out of my mind. Wow, I think about the girl all the time. Well, well, east side to the west side, push your fat ride no surprise. She got tricks by the stack, stacking up the cash. Fast when it comes to the gas, by no means ever is. She's on when she's got to have it. Baby, you're a perfect ten. Can I get in? I wanna get down so I can win. Like the way you work it, no diggity. Got to beg you, beg it up now. I like the way you work it, no. Like the way you work it, no diggity. Got to beg it, beg it up now. I like the way you work it. I'm gonna pop some tags. Got twenty dollars in my pocket. Uh-huh, and look about the awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're bitonal tonight. Yeah. 
Hey, hey awesome you. stuff, guys. Thank you for hanging out. Sean LeBron, Andy hey, Tarara. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Party. I'm Chris Kublon. Joined in studio, I have Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. I have Dennis Worth. I feel old. <laughs> I have Bob Philpot. And, uh, oh, man. I, There's the Bob we noise. Ju- we just hung out with uh, Sean Lebrun and uh, uh, Andy Tarara. That's a crazy name to say. I just think of Dave Chappelle. Super talented Tarara. Yeah, yeah. See, nobody. I Super wish we had that talented. like on video because as the dude singing, he's like looking up <laughs> lyrics on his phone, like he's not even. That, that was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, sounded great. Yeah, really came through good. I hope we can have them back on soon. Awesome stuff. Once again, I'll plug that first Thursday of every month. You can find them at Fuse. Great food, and sounds like it would be a great time just to kind of hang out and for sure and I'll be watch them. Singing that on the car right home. It's stuck in my head now. <laughs> But, together. Yeah, uh, but I can't it, pull it off. But you know what I'm saying. I, yeah, I know, I know. I, I can't even pull it off. <laughs> Steven Tyler couldn't even pull it off. <laughs> but uh, once again, I want to remind everybody: in the next hour, we will be chatting with Donnie Connolly. He's going to review the movie The Martian. And um, I already mentioned how much I hate working in Spanish class. Otherwise, no. And then we got uh, a couple beers we're going to chat about. I know I brought in uh, uh, down the roads a French Cezanne. I actually ran into the kid that sells the stuff, too. When I was at Navigation earlier. And then uh, Bob brought an interesting beer as well that I've never heard of. What's that called? Uh, it's um, a Stinger IPA from uh, Bog Iron Brewing, which is uh, right near my work down in uh, Norton, Massachusetts. Ooh. Sting Iron Ooh, IPA. Interesting yeah. stuff, so... Stinger IPA. Stinger IPA. It's got a little honey in it, I believe. Oh, my. So we'll, we'll chat all about that. It's like a tequila. Hour. We have the warm in the bottom. There's just a bee at the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> That'd no, be great. No warm beer, you're not a man. <laughs> the bee's too fuzzy. All right, but hey, we're going to start <laughs> over in Ohio, where uh, police were called to an Ohio home this week in response to a 22-year-old who called uh, 911, and he told the dispatcher he was too high on marijuana. Um... Officers arrived at his house. They found the man on the floor in a fetal position, surrounded by Doritos. No, uh, the way the way they the way they put it is the best. Where they say amid a plethora of yeah. Doritos and junk food. Oh well, yeah, that's. I try to reword it. I, <laughs> I just love they had they use the word plethora for like there is there is a ton of junk food around this Can guy. You tell me how many is a plethora? <laughs> oh, three amigos. I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> How can you tell me there is a plethora when you do not know what it is? Uh, but, uh, yeah, just surrounded by Doritos. There was, what, Pepperidge Farm, Goldfish, Chips Ahoy, other junk food. The Dude's kids living my dream. This guy knows he has a good dealer. You can't say I'm getting bad stuff. I mean, it's, you know. Well, I'd hate to get the stuff that makes me call the cops on myself and have them come by and take my stash. Put you in a position. This is called uh, Pineapple Narc. <laughs> Tastes like pineapple. Makes it narc on yourself, man. It's a real good high. Cheech and Chong would be proud. <laughs> oh, man. When when officers first entered the home, he could be heard groaning. Uh, it's probably from all the munchies. Uh, he told officers he could not feel his hands because he smoked too much weed. Uh, he told officers where his stuff was. Police removed How would he call 911 if he couldn't feel his hands? <laughs> I don't. Well, sometimes you ever get the uh, Novocaine? 
Like no. You, you can't feel, but you can still move it, right? Weird. Yeah. Well, then deal with it. If you're in Colorado, <laughs> it's just another day. <laughs> yeah. I, I got too high once. I watched Pee Wee's Playhouse and called it a day. Then called the police on myself. Yeah. <laughs> you're um, in the fetal position and you're just throwing <laughs> Try this, man. It's laced with a truth serum. <laughs> police, uh, he told the police where, where he smoked the weed, and they went to his vehicle. They found a glass pipe, rolling papers, roaches, and a glass jar of marijuana. Um, don't keep that in your car. Yeah, well, I mean, if, all right, number one, don't keep it in the car. But number two, don't call the cops on yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, again, I think it was the pineapple narc bud, so. <laughs> Maybe. Scary yeah. thing is it's becoming legal, and this will be just like a normal day, you know. I mean, it seems weird now in a few years. Yeah, it's, yeah, nothing. See, I think uh, depending on which state you're going to, you know, I mean, somewhere like Colorado, that's one thing. But Ohio, I think they have much stricter laws where I think it's just about to become medically legal. I don't think it's even medically legal there yet. Yeah, weird. So. Who uh, are the times, Ohio? What's that? Get with the times. Just die, but we ain't giving you any weed, man. <laughs> yeah, Indiana's even worse than do Ohio. Think, do you think he ever, do you think the kid made a pun about how, like, oh, hi. Like he's so high, he's just, oh, hi. Oh. <laughs> how could Doritos not pick him up as a spokesperson after this, really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, got the munchies, Doritos. <laughs> Doritos, yeah. Yeah, it's because he's double dipping. He's going for everybody else. He's like the guy that's on everybody's team, so you can't really, you know, pick him up. It's like the guy who uh, is working for McDonald's likes to eat Burger King also. Right? What? I don't know. I'm just going off. I got you. It's like (laughs) Pizza Hut getting a Domino's pizza delivered there or something, right? Unless they're all on the same page. But but anyway, I just, I'm like, come on, man. You're you're making it really bad on us. Knock it off. If only the stoners would just stop doing stupid things. Yeah. It it would look so much better on us. Like doing drugs. (laughs) Well, all right, look. Don't do cocaine. Don't do heroin. Knock it off with the opioids. Well, how many people died like the first day in Colorado? The first day it was legal from doing stupid stuff. Uh, I don't think anybody. probably no one. Everyone fell asleep. Oh, no, it was in the news there. They had a I, few that did such stupid things. There were a few deaths out there. All right. Well, maybe it's because they did something stupid, and may, I would blame the edibles. <laughs> but no, I don't. They they couldn't have OD'd. I know there was a story that came out first day, and like five people OD'd on marijuana, and then everybody started believing it. And, and it was like, no. Well, you they just can't. didn't read the whole story. It was five people OD'd on marijuana. Had a great time. <laughs> well, I think they had good ideas. Like, well, hey, we'll jump off our roof into a glass of water or something stupid like that. <laughs> then they should have. it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And if they Why well, blame the Adrian Brody movie Houdini for causing that problem? Exactly. Because you have to be high to watch that movie. It's awful. And then you just want to do things like that. And, and I think if somebody's going to do that on marijuana, they should probably have died anyway. Because I, I don't think uh, marijuana yeah. <laughs> will put that thought into your mind. Uh, now, maybe LSD, maybe some of the other things that people shouldn't be doing. Everybody yeah. reacts differently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, we're going to move over to the next story I got. Where, um, well, he's a poor fella. He, he got fired from his job. Him and his wife are suing the company. Uh, they, they have a lawsuit against the company. Well, all right, first of all, they, they fired him because he farts too much. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a big part of the story. Sorry, fart fellow. <laughs> Poor Richard Clem. Uh, both him and his wife, uh, they've filed a lawsuit in the last month against their former employer. Uh, <laughs> for for uh, fi- He got fired. He, uh, he was laid off. 
So 70-year-old Richard Clem and, and his wife, Luann. Now, the funniest part is that he's 70 years old. Yeah, it's, he's 70. Isn't he, like, retired? What do you expect from the guy at that age? Well, I just I imagine, know. like, the Six Flags guy walking around farting everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, no flags. Just, just some old guy like, oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well... What is it? Uh, I'm, I'm losing my space here. All right, so uh, 70-year-old Richard Clem and his wife Luann both worked at Case Pork Roll Company uh, in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, and this past February, Mr. Clem was fired for his hot air. Uh, <laughs> Luann is claiming her husband's termination was a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. So, all right, uh, Clem, he was an overweight guy. He, he was pulling about uh, 420 pounds. And he underwent gastric bypass surgery uh, in October 2010. Uh, he ended up losing about 120 pounds, but there were side effects. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? Extreme gas is one thing, but the, but un- the, the uncontrollable <laughs> diarrhea—that's that's the part they don't even. That's not why he was fighting. Like the uncontrollable diarrhea. Like, well, okay, we'll, we'll give him that. But the farting. Well, where have we become as a society where you consider farting a disability? No, it's that <laughs> o- they consider obesity a disability, which I mean. Right. Silly, I don't. I yeah. come on. Well, they didn't fire him for obesity. <laughs> well, that's what right. she's suing, saying that because uh, the American Disabilities Act, as the uh, he's obese, so he can fart all he wants. Well, I, which, I guess I was kind of wondering. Which like, is sizeism? Yeah, you know, skinny guy can't fart all he wants because he has he, he's fit. Why is he farting? And that that has to be in the side effects when you're being warned, and they're probably like, oh, but that only happens to him, like every few people. And he was like that guy that got it, you know. I don't know if he was obnoxious about it, like if he thought it was funny and everybody was getting upset, possibly. Like he was okay with it. <laughs> Every time he did it, he laughed. Yeah, like, exactly, right. I feel like he must have treated it like Spider-Man. Like he was just like, this is my gift. You, my the point you, you try to do it. This is the way I have to be now. Oh. <laughs> Howard Stern did fart, man. See, he's got nothing on this guy. Yeah, so uh, I guess the only power you really have is clearing a room. Yeah. I mean, there's a pretty solid. I mean, think about a guy robs a bank, you're gonna sit there and fart your way out. It's perfect. <laughs> so, They're calling the negotiator, and like, we'll let seven hostages out. Would you want to be thin if you knew you'd had to like, you know, fart and get uncontrollable diarrhea? I mean, I'm fine with that and being fat. So yeah. I mean, I'll take it while I'm skinny too. Yeah, I get, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't get a, a, like a gastric bite. I mean, I'm 25 too, and not like health issues as you get older. Yeah, yeah, but it's just I don't know. Well, it's just kind of my life already, where I have uncontrollable gas and <laughs> nonstop diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um, Luann and uh, Richard, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Clem, they both met because I guess Clem, he's been Mr. Clem, he's been working there since like 2004. Uh, Mrs. Clem, she got involved in like 2008. They fell in love, and things are fantastic for them. So um, except for the farts, except, except for, for the, the farts in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I you guess think anyone got them a Dutch oven for their uh, for their anniversary? Let <laughs> me watch me make the sheets rise. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 2013, I guess uh, things started getting really bad because uh, the boss was complaining to Luann uh, that her husband's. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm. He was stinking up the halls. At what point are you comfortable with your partner where you don't even mind they fart? Yeah, I mean, my (laughs) wife can't smell, so I'm never really... You get away with it, see that? Yeah, but I That's like the golden ticket of wine. You don't have this guy's problem, Chris. You know, at first... That explains a lot to this relationship. At first, it's cool. 
But then eventually you're like, oh man, I want her to smell him now. Because like every Cause once in a while, so good. it'll be quiet. <laughs> Is and that then, like you guys get in a fight and like, I wish you could just smell my farts right now. I'm no. so mad at you, Gabby. But us all being human, sometimes it happens, and I'm the one dealt the brunt of the uh, the issue, and I, I gotta I, my air gets soiled, and I can't even return the favor, <laughs> you know. And sometimes, yeah, I'm, sure, that's what's I'm gonna get in trouble, so sure. I'm gonna stop. Your wife's tuned in. You're in trouble when you're home, Chris. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry that Chris poops his pants to prove a point to you. <laughs> well, at least you can't smell it, so you're safe. <laughs> so I guess the uh, the boss made Richard Clem work at home, and he said things like, uh, uh, "We cannot run an office and have visitors with the odor in the office." Tell Rich we are having complaints from people who are having problem with the odors. <laughs> Make Rich stay home. Rich can do his work at home. <laughs> I mean, that's a fine thing to say. I yeah. wish my work got mad enough that I fart because of how much I fart they let me stay home. You yeah. have an odd air freshener at the workplace. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Richard Clem, he was fired from the case pork roll. On I don't even know what that is. I should have looked it up. I uh, assumed it was like a... I don't know, something with pork casings. Yeah, Richard well, Clem, you have a case. He was uh, he was fired. Uh, this sue, past, everyone. Uh, sue everyone. Sue <laughs> everyone. Uh, he was fired this past February, uh, and his wife quit the same day because of uh, the harassment and discrimination her husband faced as a result of his disability and the resulting symptoms. A 70-year-old fat guy that can't stop farting. How much money can you get for a farting lawsuit? That's my question. <laughs> I mean, how much do you go for for something like that? And this guy, he made it his whole life, you know, until this point. <laughs> like, then being a little boy... We don't know what's going to happen to so us. Four or five-figure settlement right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it comes... Because if he started working there in 2004 and he's 70 now, so he was, he was what, 59 when he started working there? So, like, he must have had to come out of retirement or, or something went wrong. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? I feel like he's like, oh, man, the economy's going down. i got to get a job again. Well, this one should end well. Boom, 11 years later, you're fired for your well, actually, farting. Did you see on the internet they actually came out with underwear that has like a pad in it that will actually make your farts smell Yeah, it pleasant. filters them. Right, it filters them. So I don't man, want that. Get some of that and you're safe, see? What's the joy of farting if no one's going to smell and be horrified with you? <laughs> right. I think I've lived alone for too long. Who comes up with an idea like that? That's just, you know. See, and I, I just think that if you're going to be Wives like that guy's wife. Around pork, you probably shouldn't. I mean, I, I kind of agree with the boss. You know, I mean, if you're making like, because he, he was saying that you know he couldn't like have customers come in because it smelled like you know old man crap, <laughs> right? And you want them to buy your pork roll? Yeah, like I'm your uncontrollable diarrhea and nonstop flagellants is hurting this company. I, appetizing smell. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, what's more appetizing than watching a meat factory? <laughs> We've all read Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. Will you buy my pork while he farts? <laughs> if you don't buy this pork, he won't stop farting. Now you buy this pork, and I'll quiet my dogs down. Oh, man. So, that poor guy. Anyway, and uh, I guess they're, they're speaking... It's all about fat shaming. Uh, the wife is... Or, I'm speaking up for people who are overweight. Don't. Does being obese mean you can't do a good job? Of course not. It does. And they're like, no, it's not Trust about me, I'm being obese. obese. It's your farts. Yeah, you, you don't, don't make this a that. fat thing. I hate when I go somewhere and I know I just walked into their fart cloud, too. And I have to, like, work with them. 
It's the worst. And nobody wants to say anything about it. It's just like this quiet awkwardness. You act like it didn't happen. Yeah, we both do. See, I just, at work now, I just kind of run to the back room and fart in the corner. Yeah. Everyone knows that when I walk in the back room and, and like, then leave right away, they're like, all right, we'll give it a couple minutes. I have a three-hour class in college. And uh, it's brutal because sometimes you're stuck in that class for three hours. And I get so comfortable, you know, that three hours is a long time without... No, I don't. I hold them. I actually work <laughs> with a young kid who farts quite often, and it's just like, excuse me. Like, it's casual about it, you know? I just hate the people that say stupid things when they fart. Yeah. Scoozy. <laughs> scoozy. I had a friend that would do that. Jet power. I'm like, just because you're Italian doesn't mean you say scoozy every time you fart. Knock it off. I uh, I just always make sure to let people know when I fart. Because, like, me looking like I I do and being who I am, I get blamed for a lot of farts. Yeah. But I'm all, always, like, anytime I get blamed for fart, I'm like, I didn't do it. Everyone now comes to my defense, like, well, he always says when he doesn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've built up, a, like, I don't have much of a reputation, but I have a very strong reputation as a guy that will admit to a fart. Yeah. And he, honestly, you point, you it's coming handy. Yeah. I'm not, even, I'm not proud of it. I'm proud of, like, when someone else farts and everyone looks at me, I can go, no. And then, like, three people will be like, I believe him. So- even though he looks like that. That's how my Probably mom is. I'd admit it if I did it. <laughs> then I hate when I do it, and then she's like, Chris! I'm like, Ma, come on, the kettle, call the, well, come on, knock it off. It happens. Anyway, i got to get off this Are you topic. blaming the kettle? Uh, she, it's like no. she's, glass houses, maybe? I, I guess don't know. you know, the, the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, it's like, don't don't get mad at me. Yours are way worse. Don't knock it off. stones at glass houses. Yeah. A fart's a fart. Don't let it break your heart. All right, we're going to head to London now. Robert Frost. Where? Uh, Thank you. A British man whose legal name is something long and complicated said Facebook suspended his account and refused to believe his driver's license. You got that right? I didn't look at that one. His his name is something long and complicated. Well, wasn't D's Nuts running for president? So, I mean, if D's Nuts can run for president, why can't something long be on Facebook? Well, that's one of the things I I was... Well, I wasn't thinking about D's Nuts, but I was thinking more on the lines that uh, something long... I mean, people change their name to be stupid things all the time. But, I mean, all you need is an email... But I guess his name is, he, he changed his name. Something long and complicated. That's so stupid. Something long and complicated. He's 30 years old. He was born William Wood. Bill Wood. What? <laughs> <laughs> he went from wood to long. Huh? Yeah. Well, complicated. Well, like, I feel like maybe Facebook was doing everyone a favor of, like, this guy doesn't need to meet people. <laughs> this guy, like, he's the guy that changed his name to something long and complicated. Let's just... You know, quarantine him in his little area, and we won't let him online. Right. <laughs> he changed his name in 2007. Uh, and Billy he, Wood. He, would have been better if he went through school with a name like that. I mean, that's just... I'm sure it was pretty hard going through with Willie Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, <laughs> like growing up, because I mean, that was that, that's definitely what it was. It Especially, was definitely Willie Wood. He gets picked at the playground. Especially with a British accent. Oh, man, that's golden. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Wood. I can't even do it. Uh, I keep wanting to try it and be like, nope, I'm on the radio. So I'm going to screw it up live. Let's see here. After his account was reinstated... All right, yeah. Uh, he changed his name legally in 2007, you know, which he said in a Facebook post after his re- uh, account was reinstated. That's right. Uh, that he has been on Facebook for eight years and previously had trouble verifying his identity. But the most recent incident was the most complicated. 
Uh, complicated said his trouble started recently when he attempted to log into Facebook, uh, his account, instead of receiving... Oh, man, I'm uh, reading this all around. Well, it's hard when they keep saying things are complicated. I, I know, I know. His name's complicated. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Uh, when he attempted to log into his Facebook account and instead received a message saying his identity needed to be verified before he could log into the social networking we- website. Uh, the user said he submitted requested uh, the, the requested copies of his driver's license, passport, credit cards, and various pieces of mail, but the site continued to tell him the documents were not sufficient to confirm his identity. So, uh, compl- Facebook's got to calm the crap down. Yeah, you're not you're not the government. We yeah, don't need our real names on there. Once. Yeah, they gave me no help whatsoever. Basically, nothing we can do. What Facebook? Yeah, so I don't hacked know. my account and there was zero help whatsoever. And they were like, "Change your password." They were. They told me to add my phone number to my account to make it safer. And I'm like, "How about I just yeah. don't give you any more personal information?" Yeah, you want my social security <laughs> number on there too. Yeah, or like, what would you yeah. Like? give us the name of your firstborn so you're safe. Your account safe and secure. Give us your bank account information, just in case your stuff's safe and secure. You just won something. I never knew what hit <laughs> me. They hacked my account and put sneaker ads all over every friend I had page. Yeah. Oh, I got some good sneakers. <laughs> Thank you. I hate when uh, my email gets taken over. And uh, luckily it hasn't happened in a while. But uh, I feel like sudden, everyone's done with that. Yeah, oh, yeah, because when you get an email from someone that you've only talked to once and you're like, wait if a minute. If I get an email, I'm like, no. An email's like the new voicemail. Yeah. Don't email me. Don't leave me a voicemail. If you if you don't tell me it in my face, then I'm I'm probably not gonna yeah. look at it. Well, part of my job is you know I have to read a lot of emails. And uh, I'm supposed to too. I oh, just don't I, do it. I, I hate it, man. They just add up. I'm supposed and to check my mail too. Publicists. It's they a never always, ending web thing. Well, working in radio, there's a lot of publicists that want to get authors on the radio, so. And, and lately, I don't really have much to book, but if I did, I don't really want to just book authors. Yeah. And so every day, it's like the same voice. I swear it's the same lady calling me. Is is Chris there? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I have this great interview opportunity for you. What is it? <laughs> well, he survived cancer. And uh, it, it, did he write a book? Yes. No. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not don't make interested. me be the jerk here, lady. <laughs> I'm not having him on the show. <laughs> and no, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> All right, so hey, something long and complicated. Eventually, he got his website or his Facebook reinstated. Um, go be his friend. Now, and then, wa- now he's complaining to Facebook because no one wants to be his friend. I just well, don't understand that article. He must be getting a lot of friend requests. I'm sure. Well, he has four he's names. He's a popular guy now. Is something along one name, and and is the middle name? I don't know. I don't like people that do that. This happens all the time. I don't even like British people. <laughs> so Who would that, you rather be, something long or these nuts? Um, I'm rather the guy that <laughs> got fired from farting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather not be these nuts. No. Well, Any- anyway, you want to go to uh, Antarctica? More than anything on the in the world. Yeah. Uh, an audit of the U.S. Antarctic program revealed alcohol-fueled unpredictable behavior by scientists, including fights and indecent exposure. The greatest thing ever. So I guess it's not Antarctica, but it's the Antarctic. So uh, 
They're either in the South Pole or the North Pole. So I guess it is Antarctica. Anyway, uh, the health and safety audit conducted by the National Science Foundation's office of the Inspector General of the U.S. Antarctic Program. Really wow. specific title. That is, that's a, that's a heavy card, duty yeah. thing. That's, a, that's, that's someone's cousin. Wow. <laughs> Give your cousin a job. <laughs> he doesn't have a job. He's got to move out of my house. Sorry, fine. He can be the, uh, <laughs> Uh, National the National Science, Science Foundation's Spanish. Office of the Inspector General of the U.S. Antarctic title. Program. Title. <laughs> well, they he s- can solve the problem, the scientist whipping it out. <laughs> we can't give you a raise, but we'll give you a title. Uh, he said, they say uh, that alcohol consumption on the part of scientists has been found to cause unpredictable behavior and has led to fights, indecent exposure, and employees arriving to work under the influence. Yeah, that's not a scientist Is that really problem. news? Booze <laughs> <laughs> well, will make it do crazy things. I just think, you know, when you think scientists, you think of like, I don't know, for me, I think like proper. I think, you know, the white yeah, lab coat. I mean, if anything, this study should have been like studies found that scientists are actually awesome. <laughs> they're not just a bunch of bookworm nerds with their noses in the ice. Well, they're getting in trouble and they're fighting. They should be. No, they shouldn't. Why not? Because uh, they're scientists, Chris. I guess it's rough. I mean, it's really cold out. You're stuck out there, and you think about how boring that job is. But you chose it. I, I the episode well, of the Big Bang Theory when he, they went to Antarctic. There, they were all stuck up there. Yeah. <laughs> You guys watch Big Bang Theory? Uh, no. no. So you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, no, that, guy, that guy chose to be a scientist. He didn't choose to take the temperature every day at the top of the earth for 17 months. What do you months. guys watch? You didn't watch Good Times was the number one show. Big Bang Theory was the number one show. Wait, what are you guys watching? I watch the, the news. The Munsters the news. and the X-Files. I've watched the Muppets lately. The Munsters? I haven't, seen the, I haven't seen the new Muppets. The Muppets, I really, really like it. This new Muppets. Comeback. Have you been watching that, Bob? Have you picked up? I know you're a busy guy, too. No. I, I can't watch any TV. I'm just... Got too much there's, going on. There's so many adult jokes in that that it's it's like the Muppets grew up with me. And, yeah. And, and now now they're doing just all adult stuff. And you know Kermit the Frog. I respect his job in a weird way because he's the producer of this show. And you know and Fozzie's the announcer. We gotta, and we gotta have a talk, man. I, I, it's just I know those, they're just Muppets. Those, yeah, okay. okay. You, I grew up on the original Muppets. You are aware than an actual frog. But it's like just, running a show, I we need to have this conversation. I, I need to make sure you're on the same page. I, I respect M- Kermit on a whole new level. I, I think he's one of my favorite But again, you're speaking like Kermit's doing like the work on the show. Yeah, he is. Gonzo was my favorite. Gonzo's do you know, do you know what a too. Muppet is? It's not, they're not real people. In the last episode, Gonzo, he's been dating uh, a, a girl on Tinder, I think, or on one of those websites, or he's trying to get in touch with her. Hopefully not and he, and he sent, he sent uh, a picture of an actor's face, uh, and, and then he got in touch with the actor to meet with the person so he can hope that, you know... Long, anyway, I'm not even going to get into that whole thing, but it's just... A, Tune into the after party with Chris Poublon. <laughs> Chris Poublon summarizes last week's episode of The Muppets. <laughs> but that's one of the things I've been watching, or stupid cartoons. South Park. I really love South Park. I'll take you there. I'll date myself. It was Big Bang Theory. It was Friends was the number one show. Happy Days. You guys remember the Fonz or no? Hey. Yes, you I remember do. the Fonz. There you go. Laverne and Shirley. You're not alone here, Dennis. All right. Then before that was Good Times. That was the number one show with Jimmy J.J. Walker on it. Watch that a lot. And you he have him doing it. a comedy right. show. That's right. See, so if anybody out there on Radio Land remembers J.J. Walker, call in and give us your best Good Times memory. I Janet Jackson was on that show when she was a little girl, see? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to him. He said he had a, uh, Michael used to bring her down. 
the studio because she was so young she couldn't come down there alone. Before Michael was popular, so, <laughs> so yeah. Michael Prater. Yeah, I don't know, Dennis, because I know I, don't, I think it's a younger crowd that goes to the AM radio. <laughs> AM's classic. Cool I, I, think it's crowd. I think it's all right. <laughs> FM's the younger crowd, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll finish this thing here, and then we'll uh, go to break, and then uh, do other th- uh, other so, stuff. So, do yeah. you do you think the scientists should stop drinking? Um, I think if you're stuck out there, you should be allowed to have some alcohol, but I think you need to be allowed or able to control yourself. No. What else are you going to do in Antarctica? Your job. I want to know. <laughs> it's I only so many hours in a day, Chris. <laughs> you need some downtime, man. <laughs> I need more about, I need to know more about this indecent exposure they did. I know. Like, what are they taking, like, do they see a penguin and like, check this out, King Penguin? Like a frostbite or something like that? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. They're doing Run like, naked oh. through the snow, man. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the opposite of when you scrunch up a paper and then drop water on it and see how fast it expands. <laughs> <laughs> they would go and they'd go and have races in the snow. Yeah, well, now uh, the program bans alcohol consumption in work areas and during work hours, but one human resource manager interviewed for the report said about 75% of disciplinary action taken by her company were related to alcohol use. Uh, the auditors wrote they observed numerous violations in the work areas, including one researcher who was <laughs> he was brewing his own beer huh? <laughs> in violation of the rules. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, well, I mean, he is a scientist, you know. I mean, it's almost not? like they're in prison, right? It's kind of like in Breaking Bad where Gail made like the perfect cup of coffee before every cook. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's probably <laughs> delicious beer. Uh, the report said scientists, or beakers as they're called, which is so, so derogatory, and I'm wondering if they're drinking themselves to, like, to shame. They often face fewer consequences than other contract workers in the program. Uh, the sentiment was echoed by Philip Bruton, who worked at the South Pole Station in 2003. He says that the beakers have a license to kill. There is little consequence for what they do down there. That's pretty Beakers ominous. on the Muppet Show. There's beakers in Antarctica. There's beakers everywhere. Yeah. So hey, that's the last story I got for you guys. I mean, I have another story about some dude that took out a like a a, a, a billboard for his own face because he sees all these people running, and he was like, you know what? I just wanted a billboard for me. I'm not running for anything. I just wanted a billboard. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I want to see something long on a billboard. Well. I mean, I, I, I've thought about doing that, like, but I just wonder how much it would cost. You know what? If I made a, a little bit more money, I might think about doing something like that. I would have to. You'd have to put some weird message on there. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to really think about it. It'd be like the ultimate Facebook status. It would, it would be something like eat, <laughs> eat more tapioca pudding. Am I farting? <laughs> hey. Well, we, we'll be right back. we got to take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to the After Party on 980 or 978-454-4980. But you choose. We'll be right back.
after party. After party. The after party. After party is back. WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Publon. Joining in studio, I got Alan Richardson. Which one's Alan Richardson? Uh, I'm Alan Richardson. You're Hello. Alan Richardson. Hello. I have Dennis Worth. Dan Mike. <laughs> I have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, making things happen. And I have you. If you want to give us a call at 978 454 Calling in. I was really hoping someone would call in a request. I'm give glad us you your picked JJ one. memory. What's your favorite jj memory <laughs> only bob remembers jj he's in the other room yeah bob's quarantined out like a guy that farts too much at work bob <laughs> well, what's your favorite jj memory bob you know what it's all just a blur at this point um but i did watch it pretty much all through my teen years during yeah. summer vacation that was it you'd have the tv on all day and you'd never leave good That's times no depressing bob yeah. well tv was new back then <laughs> exactly. I but have the channels, man. Cable TV was new back then. Yeah. You didn't I have, have to uh, deal with an antenna. Right, right, right. Now, hey, I love the antenna you gave me, Bob. I'm still using it. We had scrambled working. channels. We had it all. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Once again, uh, speaking of movies or, or TV wa- watching, Johnny Connolly, once again, he'll be calling in and after 11 to talk about The Martian. I'm looking forward to hearing that if he actually talks about Men it. Women are from Mars, women are from Venus. I, I really want to see The Martian. I don't know. It looks interesting to me. Now, which planet's Venus, Chris, from the sun? It's uh, the second one. It's the blue one. Yeah. What's the, the fifth? the colors. Uh, the fifth? Saturn. What's What's the sixth? Jupiter. Jupiter. What's the seventh? <laughs> Uranus. Uh, Uranus. What's the Thanks, eighth? Dennis. We're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Neptune? What's the ninth? There is no ninth. <laughs> you dirty savage. It's a dwarf now. It's not even a planet. And they, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we got, you got to call them midgets. And they got the red giant. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, we're like infecting Mars, really, if you think about it. You know, like... It's beautiful. Earth, I hope I hope they brought like, an empty, like, crushed Budweiser can for the drone to just leave somewhere. <laughs> Take this spot for America. Leave your Budweiser can. Well, they declassified Pluto as a planet, so we can't count Pluto anymore. No, no, but uh, you have watched Rick and Morty. No, uh, you gotta. I keep people keep. I hate honestly. Every time someone says you gotta do a gotta. TV show, it makes me watch. Like it, it'll take me this much longer to watch it. it. It's just it's funny. It's just another. Uh, it's a it's a wacky cartoon and uh, the crazy. Uh, uh, psychopath doctor grandfather with his grandson and they go on these whacked out missions and uh he's a jerk he's he's uh he's a he's a bad person <laughs> i'll admit i've never seen an episode of breaking bad and i've heard how good it is and i've never seen one yeah well hey you're in for a treat you got thrones i've never seen a game of thrones you gotta you know what every time i try to watch game of thrones i get bored you ever I... watch falling skies no but i i've Think I've heard. Good I was things. watching a basketball game and like the, the the premiere episode of that came on and I got hooked on it. I was like hooked. I saw five seasons every episode of show. I never even intended on watching. What it, what's that about? Uh, aliens took over the world and it was uh, their fight to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, nice. Uh, 
Well, that seems interesting. Is it one of those, like, one hour, one hour yeah, each yeah, episode? Yeah, they had uh, skitters, they were called, with the aliens. And it was, yeah. Uh, big sci-fi flick. Because I've tried watching Game of Thrones, and I guess some of it's interesting, but I feel like I really have to commit. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like committing the whole yeah, you don't hour to that. get stuck, and if you miss one, you're like, oh, I miss, you know, you feel bad, rather just not get involved. Well, I, I have all of them, like, lined up waiting for me. I just, uh... I, I, I just haven't wanted to invest my time. What are the so. Sopranos? You guys watch that? I've never seen an episode of Sopranos. You know, Sopranos. that's another one. I did watch all the Sopranos. All that was, yeah. And I hear that it's really good, good oh, and I just great. never... Good as it is. I, I mean, that like that show, um, to me, like the most important part of that is how often they killed off all the main characters. Yeah. Because there's, there's nothing that bothers me more than in a show where you know who's not going to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you know things are going to work out in the end because, like, well, it's like the middle of a season. You're not going right. to have the main character die right now. Well, that's Star how Trek, I f- if you got a red shirt, you're not going to make it. That's how yeah. you feel about The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. It was one, I just watched season five of that, which I will say is the first season I thought was a decent show. Yeah. Um, well, that, that was a pretty good season all the way through. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, no, yeah, I mean... Alan actually worked at Frank Sanary from for The Sopranos. Yeah, Frank yeah. Santorelli. Yeah, he's a local yeah. comedian around here. You could probably run into him. You yeah. know, if I uh, when we when we did the show with him, I had to leave early because I got called into work, and uh, I was like, Frank, I'm really sorry, man. I gotta head out. Uh, I was like, work's calling me. I gotta run up there. And he goes, Oh, where do you work? I was like, Bull Moose. He was like, Oh, I love Bull Moose. And he gave me his number and a movie to look up for him. Yeah. And I was like, This is what happens when you work here, man. See that? Hello, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> your microphone's on. <laughs> All right. So he wasn't saying hello to us. No, he's. Oh, I see. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, um. Oh, there was a show I was thinking. Oh, The Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, there's there's a scene where they're like killing everyone one by one, and then Glenn's next, and they stop. And my mom, my mom was like, wasn't that intense? And I was like, not at all. See, because he he left in the comic book. So I thought when I saw the commercials, I thought he was gonna die. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, because he dies in the comic books really early. Oh. So I was like, oh, it's his turn. And it Sorry. wasn't. I haven't read that. You guys watch Ghost <laughs> <laughs> Were you intending on reading it? Yeah, I mean, they just started it. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm way too lazy to read. I, I'm, I, I just started reading more, though. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm, not, it's I'm okay. honestly not going to read them. Oh, you should. You They're gotta. Good. You gotta. <laughs> no, but uh, with, with, with The Walking Dead, I never know which characters are going to die next and there's always rumors of certain characters like i i want to imagine they're not going to kill rick off do you watch the walking dead i do not watch no the walking. i don't oh. get a whole lot of television yeah i want them to kill off uh all carl now. carl and uh the baby i do not want them to kill off carl and you know? uh, in the comic book the baby doesn't make it really yeah dude you're like spoiling you've got to read the comic you already Let said me you're tell not you what's going to happen <laughs> you're just saving you <laughs> did you read the comic preacher Yes, all the way through. It was incredible. It was great. Why? I feel like I'm getting set up. No, I, I just, I've asked you that question like 20 times. And I always say and the you, same you thing. You always, you, yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're never, this, you've never been like, we've talked about this. No, because I don't know. Shows. I, <laughs> I work with a kid. He watches like every day at the restaurant. He watches Ghost Hunters. And I, I just I, the show aggravates me because they lead you on the whole episode, put you right there, and at the end, no ghost. Well, you know, that's, <laughs> every single episode, man. you know that's not gonna, you know they're not gonna find like some groundbreaking ghost because they filmed the season, you know, last year, 
So, and if they found definitive proof of a ghost, they're not going to keep it quiet for the show to air. Right. It's like the Bigfoot show. Yeah. yeah the Loch Ness Kane. Monster, right? <laughs> and none of the, like, you know it's not going to go anywhere because, like, you, I would have heard about this. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't really like, and then there's ghost hunters that are firmly pressed that there's ghosts everywhere. I mean, hey, I, it's creepy coming in here super early in the morning. This building is imagine here for a while. Yeah. And that's With, like, I mean, once you get through the psychological damage of walking through Lowell at dawn, <laughs> like once you see the, the junkie zombies crawling down the sidewalk, and then you gotta change, go. Change! <laughs> change! I actually had Shannon Sylvia from Ghost Hunters on my television show, and she said it's more not trying to prove there's a ghost. It's trying to disprove the logical things. If you take away every logical explanation and something's still happening, you know, it has like to magnets. be something illogical. You know? Oh, shit, dust clouds, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Light reflections, you know, they try to... Now, that's Comedy Kitchen, right? The Comedy Kitchen. You've been a guest yeah. on there, Chris. Yeah, I was, I was right. just there a while ago. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun right in uh, Fitchburg. Lemonster, you're close. Lemonster. Next town close. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leo yeah. Minister. <laughs> yeah, we actually we got J.J. Walker's coming on the morning of the show, the 17th. He's going to be a guest on the Comedy Kitchen. Oh, yeah, what you cooking? Gonna do, I am going to be making some curry chicken. Ooh. Nice. See that? Some of that curry. Oh, curry in there. Yeah, when I Sounds dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm going to get you hooked on that phrase. He actually said that was a Bill Buckner moment, using that term dynamite, because that was his catchphrase, and he said he like absolutely hates it now. He don't want to say it at all. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hearing. I was about to say that. I heard he doesn't really like that. But I don't know. Uh, I heard another rumor that actually in his divorce, his, his, his wife took the term dynamite. And he has to pay royalties to her if he uses it now. So that could be his excuse why he don't want to say it. That would One make of those you bitter. bitter divorces, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. But man, funny if it is. Eat your heart, oh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, it's 10.52. I have no point. I'm just reminding I you someone, what time it I mean, is. Who, who called Bob? Oh. You really want to know? It was my brother. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. I saw you started erasing the whiteboard. I was like, oh, man, we got a caller. I and thought somebody just... out there knew JJ besides me. I'm mean, let down now. No, Bob just left the oven on again. <laughs> My roommate did that today. I, he, I came downstairs and he just left the oven on. It's easy like, to do. Wait, Sorry. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like, that says, like, right on the screen, 400. Right. Well, I mean, I don't have a screen. I just have a knob that I turn, right? No, no, dude. We got, we got the fancy digital one. I just, I, I'm done making dinner, and I want to sit down and eat, too. These, I, I want to listen to my kids complain that they don't like my cooking. So I, I sit down, I get well, all excited. Are you a professional cook, Chris, in the military? Yeah, well, and your yeah. your kids don't like Believe it or not, kids, kids don't suck. like marine They don't food. like any cook. <laughs> My daughter, she loves it. Uh, my daughter will eat anything I make, and she's the coolest girl in the world. My boys, very picky. You got a friend that I'm going to eat their chicken fingers out of the garbage. That's right. I, I say, hey, you know what? Alan's going to come over and finish that. That was the, the first time I met your wife. Yeah. I threatened to eat her kid's food out of the garbage outside. Right. <laughs> eat these grits, kid. They love them in the military down south. And biscuits and gravy. <laughs> That's right. Want me to throw sand on your plates? You feel more at home? <laughs> my my son, my youngest, he'll look at his food, and he'll it, like just start crying and run down the hall into his bedroom. And I'm like, dude, quit being so dramatic. They Get want back the ramen in here. noodles. Just start whipping chicken fingers at him. Call him a wuss till he starts eating. Well, he'll eat the chicken fingers, but I want to have him eat real food. Why? Because real food's better. You can't get disability. My kids on don't real like food. Ma- like he doesn't like chicken. Uh, he doesn't like uh, French fries. Like, what's wrong with you? See, honestly, well, I guess wow. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty picky with French fries. I don't like to eat them often. 
And, and my oldest son, he doesn't like ketchup. And I've said that a what bunch a freak. of times. <laughs> I know. What a freak. I don't mean to speak ill of children, especially not children of friends, but what a freak. That's what I, I love ketchup, saying. but I look, that is like so bad for you. I didn't oh. realize how bad it was for you. It's, like I, it's so a vegetable. Bad. Ronald Reagan's turning in his grave right now. Because I, I go out of my way to actually find, I, I get the organic ketchup. And because most of what you I get ketchup wise yeah. is because it's all high fructose corn syrup yeah. and yeah. the one thing i can kind of control in my diet is is the high fructose corn syrup and um it, it, like even if you have like peanut butter and jelly oftentimes there's there's just sugar in the peanut butter but anything you buy with jelly it's all high fructose corn yeah. syrup you actually have to kind of scope out the stuff that's like real sugar yeah i always make sure i buy like the teddy the teddy peanut yeah. butter that is just peanuts yeah and then you get like the all natural fruit preserves right yeah yeah and i know um whoa what's going on here <laughs> we're making Cheap popcorn yeah and, uh, don't mind us <laughs> it's the ghost of wcap and uh no I find uh oh man um soda soda's a big thing with the high fructose corn syrup. Oh, it's so awful. Pepsi they're doing a good thing. Coke doesn't do it that not that I've seen, but Pepsi makes uh real sugar. Yeah, Pepsi. it's like a class on diabetes. It's that's like a worse thing as soda you can drink. I yeah. totally cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. I drink soda water and I drink beer. So that's I all drink the, the carbonation. The San Pellegrinos. Yeah. Soda water and lemon and uh the fruit juice. Yeah. I hey I it's easy enough for me just to go pull in spring. You can buy like a a, a twenty pack for ten bucks, yeah. eight bucks. Yeah, oh, six bucks cheaper than that. Yeah, yeah well six bucks. Hey, you buy crystal the crystal geyser, the natural geyser is like uh-uh. three fifty for no a twenty four pack. It's water, dude. No water has flavor, man. Yeah, no water don't sure. have flavor. Poland Springs oh, tastes yeah. great. Poland Springs my favorite. Uh, Nestle. I'm fighting no against this one. I'm drinking Poland Springs right now. Yeah, <laughs> Poland. Well, you're doing the right thing then. Poland Springs is a good tasting water. Fiji it's the, only, is it's the water they had at the Fiji liquor store. And people say, "Why well, it's water? Water still has minerals. It has no, I like, like salt. Smart, I drink smart water a lot. That has a different flavor too. But yeah, but that's it's like a, it's smart. Yeah, so it feels I'm so like, cool when I drink smart water. <laughs> I feel like I'm like every time I have a bottle of smart water, I'm like, this is undoing what I did when I was 19. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's repairing when, my liver. When I was in boot camp, we had to go do a... We were doing we, we were doing like a five mile march like a, they called it a hump where we had to like get like um we had to wear like fifty pounds of gear and then we had to just do all the, all the, the the march for five miles with all that crap and uh, they made us drink something they called it smart water it was like this water with electrolytes or something I I, I didn't believe them I it's water to make sure was, you're not gay I don't even know it, we yeah <laughs> say it's smart water son <laughs> drink it. <laughs> Now kiss your buddy. You bet you didn't like that, did you? <laughs> Drink more smart water. That was the first time I've ever heard the term, and uh, I was just, hey, whatever. If it'll get me through this stupid hump, I think it was all psychological. I, I think they just filled up this tub of water and made us pour. Our candy well, they don't want you to get like get you your know dehydrated in the water, son. <laughs> they want to make sure you got electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- those are difficult. I mean, after after the march, your feet would like turn into hamburger meat. Nice. I didn't realize potassium was an electrolyte. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it reminds me of Lee Ermey. Private pile, is that a jelly donut? <laughs> <laughs> sir, yes, sir! Oh, man. We have we have a VCR in the break room at work, and, uh, so, and we also sell VHS. Yeah. So I, we've all just been... There's like a bunch of movies in the break room now, because everyone's been watching half an hour of a movie on break. 
And my, I've been watching Full Metal Jacket half an hour at a time for the last like week. Classic. You know, the, the best part is just the first like twenty minutes to a half. It hour. is like a whole different movie once they leave boot camp. Yeah, it's so much. It, that's what got is me it prepped. so much darker? I guess maybe Lee it is. Lee made the movie, yeah, The Jewel Surgeon. Once he got shot, it was yeah. still good, but you couldn't live up there. That's what role. got me prepped for the Marines. When I was joining, I didn't know anything about the military. I just joined. and uh, Was it like Full Metal Jacket? Well, it's... Or they play it up. A different, a different era, but same. I mean, yeah. they, it, they they cleaned it up. Be rough, toughening they? up. The marine, like they kind of cleaned up boot camp a little bit. It wasn't as like brutal as when our early army was a drill oh, sergeant. Oh man, just in different ways. It's just yeah, uh, it's a head game. Know, game. They're they're in complete control of you, and you can't smile. You can't you can't do anything. You can't have a personality. You just have to do what you're told, and it's just bizarre. It's I didn't like smile at, at all the whole time. And uh, at nighttime, I'd finally be okay, and I, I would dream these wonderful dreams. Then I wake up and still be there. And, oh, it was horrible. Hey, God we have bless to, the Marines. You we, guys. we have to take a quick break for uh, for for national news, and then we'll be back with our last hour of the after party. Tickets, tickets just five bucks. Tony Connolly Good will be calling. Times, temporary layout. We'll be Good chatting times. about beer and all that fun stuff. So stay with us. The after party. Mm. 980 mm. WCAP. This is Alan Richardson, and you're listening to 980 WCAP, The After Party. WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Pubalon, joined in studio. I have Dennis Worth. Yeah, baby. I have Alan Richardson. It's me, the guy from the buffer that played. <laughs> and and I have... <laughs> that was a sweep, okay? Oh, was it? Sweeper. Sorry, sweeper. <laughs> and I have Bob Philpott. And, and uh, momentarily, we will be getting a phone call from uh, Donnie Connolly. He's well, going to be reviewing... Well, he's not on the line right now. While we well, wait maybe for Donnie, is. what's the difference between a buffer and a sweeper? A bumper? A bumper. That's a bumper is like uh, a I always just call them buffer. When I when I did the uh, TV station, I just threw in the little PSAs as buffers. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, may- maybe that's also what they're called. I mean, we call they left bumpers. me alone in an office. I probably just made up the word buffer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But... I was I was taking I was, I was using the the toilet when uh, that played oh. and I heard it and I was like holy crap this guy's got the same name as me <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh wait no that's just me 
Uh, yeah, well, a bumper is like the music that introduces a segment. Uh, right. A sweeper just kind of reminds you what you're listening to. Uh, All right, hey, he, and he's on the line, Donnie Connolly. He is here. He's with us. Hello, sir. How are you? I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here? Yeah, you sound like you've been uh, you've been upset lately. Yeah, you know, things just aren't uh, working out for me, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I, I don't know. Did you go to the Topsfield <laughs> Fair? I go to the top. So I, you know that I work for the management team for that place. <laughs> oh, I no, I didn't. I'm, I'm, I, I know now. Yeah, I do sacrifices. That's my department. Is that your your department's a sacrifice? Now, what do you sacrifice? Uh, well, you know, basically, what things that wander without owners, you know, like kids, <laughs> lambs, that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, no. sometimes they do wander off. Is that a full time position or just part time? I get paid part time, but it takes me about fifty hours a week. Right. In, the, in the off season, do you have to like um, find find more sacrifices for the upcoming season? Yeah, you know, I make notes, you know, different ideas because you want to keep the gods happy, you know. And it's like, you know, they get tired, you know. It's like if you eat macaroni and cheese every night, you know, oh great, here we go again. That's why you want to throw a surprise in their mouth. Like one time, I found a, you know, like a, a baby seal. Ooh. Mm. That's yeah. like throwing jalapenos in your mac and cheese right there. That's a perk. Yeah, they job. they they perk up. They thank you. You know, they they thank you. With you know, sometimes it rains blood, and other times shows you don't like get canceled. You know, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, sometimes it rains blood. Sometimes it's just a rainbow. Exactly. So you want sometimes watched... it rains Bowie's, David Bowie's. <laughs> and that's if they had a real good sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you watched the uh, The Martian. I did see Ashley when I saw this one. Now, was this a good uh, Matt Damon in space movie? Well, you know, it's like he was just walking around on the beach in California, and they put a, a red tint on the lens. <laughs> yeah. Was, it a, whole time, was it a documentary? You know, kept, every, every now and then, they'd have to jerk the camera to the right, because you could see the ocean. <laughs> well, they did just find out Mars has water. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I have my doubts. Yeah. That could be pissed. You, know, you never know. <laughs> right, could be exactly. anything. Do you think it was planted there, like the uh, like the fossils, like the dinosaur fossils? God, yeah, God's trying to trick us. He's trying to make us think that other planets are habitable, but it's a test, you know. Yeah, it's the government in the desert. They're not actually on Mars. <laughs> exactly. So, um, Matt now, Damon and Stanley Kubrick were in this together. I, I I was trying to read up on Mars in general, and they say that you have to actually treat the soil in an, in order to grow anything on, you know, in in the Mars soil because it's it's toxic. Now you've seen the movie. Does he treat you do, the soil? You do have to treat the soil. You got to treat it like a naughty little boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then your beans will sprout. <laughs> Exactly. You get the jolly green giant. Give him a nice slap. <laughs> now, w was there any form of reality in this movie? Could you watch this movie and say, oh, that could happen? Yeah, you know, I think it's still viable to cast Matt Damon in a movie. I think that could happen. <laughs> right. Well, he is a really good actor. But, but do you think they could send Matt Damon in space? Uh, well, you know, that, I've been. That's. I have a Kickstarter for that. You know, it. He's, he's one of the guys I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Is it up there with the born identity? With the born identity? Uh, I, 
The first one was pretty fun, and then after that, you're just like, "All right, guys, I get it. Stop waving this thing in my face so hard. I <laughs> you don't you don't need to relax. All right. Well, how'd you, you fine? How'd you feel about the fourth uh, born movie when they when they got rid of Matt Damon and brought in uh, Jeremy uh, Remnant or? Oh, uh, with it, yeah. You know, it's like you gotta have equal opportunities in Hollywood, and sometimes you gotta give jobs to baby birds. You know. <laughs> 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 Spread your wings and fly. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing is like they get, they put him in all these Marvel movies and in the you know he's he plays what what's the character's name Hawkeye. Yeah. What? Why doesn't he use his actual wings? I mean, they hire a bird, they call the guy Hawkeye, and he doesn't fly around. Well, I mean, you know they're going to make more Avengers, right, Donnie? So you, they're not going to you know and they're not going to the, blow the wing load on the second one. Well, he's fine. Got us, you know. I want to see this guy's wings. We know he's got them. I mean, he's got a beak. We well, know there's wings somewhere. That's why you keep buying tickets to all the Avengers movies, waiting to see the wings. That's all. Yeah, exactly. They're, wa they're working on you. Twelve Avengers, twelve. The wings, finally. Yeah, it's when when uh, you know when when Jeremy Renner jumps the shark, he flies over it with his wings. Yeah, <laughs> it's the who shot Jr. of its time. Just keep it coming back each week. Yeah. So uh, I would, I would see Avengers movie each week. No, I just need a wing, you know. Just show me at least. If just you're not one. Give me the whole thing. Show me a side wing or something, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm gonna watch the Avengers part two this weekend. Yeah, have, you not, have you not seen it yet? Yeah, I haven't had any interest. Did you watch it, Donnie? I uh, I saw that one. What did you think of Avengers two? Avengers two. I mean, you know, we see Avengers one. And then they, there's, you know, they they give you a spoiler right right at the end of the movie. It's a big spoiler. They all live, so you're like, oh great, there's going to be another sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, like why, you know, why do they give you these spoilers? Did did uh, did Avengers two feel like a number two, or do you think it was a winner? I would say both. I mean, number two is a great feeling. You know, it's, it <laughs> makes it. It's always it's it's more more. Uh, Money shots, you know. Yeah. It's more money into it, so you get more money shots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't so, that why they got these big budgets in these movies? They they pump all this money into them. They, no, it's so they can afford the the birds. Yeah, this yeah this ironic. I mean, why hasn't this guy flown? How come <laughs> we haven't seen this happen? I don't, I don't understand. I mean, the man is. Well, they haven't gone through his origin stories yet. Then, then you'll see him fly. I thought Hawkeye's only good with like a bow and arrow. You know, it's, you know what it is. is it, when he's just, not flying, they're slowly they're immersing us into it because this is the first time that they've introduced to the American public a bird that can act. You know, so they're slowly. Well, I don't know about that. What about Sesame it's, Street? It's, it's sort of like what's what's the Mister Tibbs guy? What's that guy's name? Mister Tibbs. Don't mess with Big yeah. Bird. Well, what was this guy's name? You know, he was, uh, he directed Ghost Dad, and what was this guy's name? Nicholas Cage? No, you're getting close. I mean, Bill Cosby? What, he what, was in what, Ghost what was Dad. that? Did you say Bill, Co Bill Cosby? No, he was in it, but he didn't direct it. Yeah. No, the guy, uh, you it was can Stanley call Kubrick, Mr. right? Tibbs. <laughs> what was this guy's name? I don't know. How many men do we have in the room? You know that? Well, Come they're... on here. You can call me. I'm gonna look it up on my uh, on my 56k here. You can call me, Mister Tibbs. Can't believe we have a bunch of men in the room. You can. 
<laughs> Call me Mr. Tibbs. What do we got here? We got Sidney Poitier. All oh. right. Okay, children. Sidney Poitier. Well, you're not going to get rude about it, Donnie. Listen. No, you. No, there's no need to get rude about you're it. Drinking the night, Donnie. Listen. T- they they're they're trying to introduce us to a bird, so they can't just full out just go all hey look at we'll freak out you know they gotta do a bit at a time first they do the beak then then maybe the next movie he throws up into little kids' mouths you know we did but that in the second one didn't he they did and and that's you know that's that but they didn't do it in the first one because they're slowly bringing this guy yeah. in and you know it's like what they did with with Sidney Poitier in movies you know like like the first movie he did. Uh, you know, he had a mask, and, you, and once in a while you could see his mouth, and you're like, is that a black guy under there? What is this? <laughs> and then the next movie, you know, he took his gloves off, and you're like, whoa, there's something going on. Either this man is spends a lot of time at the salon, or well, we got a black guy in the movie. And, you know, it, it took 20 movies later, finally, you know, you could call me Mr. Tips. And we were like, okay, you know, it's... A, Thank you. Thank you for taking your time, because if you just throw us into the the water, we'd boil. You know, yeah. but you get it over time. We're I not lobsters. <laughs> oh, we're not lobsters, exactly. So, uh, The Martian, worth going to see? Am I wasting my money? I mean, you guys pay me to see this stuff. Uh, right. If you, if, you, if you could somehow trick a radio station into paying for you to go... Pretend to go watch a movie and spend two hours in the bathroom. Yeah, I highly recommend it. <laughs> hey, great, good, good. Well, hey, Donnie, I really appreciate the phone call tonight. I, I love hearing your movie reviews. Hey, uh, you know, thanks. I'm I'm gonna go to bed, and you know, maybe I maybe I uh, maybe my dreams will come true, and I won't wake up. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can always hope. Well, enjoy the fair, Donnie. Good luck, Donnie. <laughs> Have fun. Hey, uh, strength blood, guys. I'll talk to you later. See you, Donnie. <laughs> oh, he's such a breath of fresh air. That guy. He's great a, guy. He he's the hardest-working guy in show business, that guy. He absolutely is. Next to Chris Poobland. Yeah, yeah. well, no, I just scoof off. Let me take his medication. He'll feel better in the morning. Exactly. So, hey, I have here, it's an American-made French-style Cezanne ale. It's made by Down the Road. It's a French-style Cezanne, which I just said. Uh, it's a very interesting looking bottle. Let me see. Where, where's the ABV? Oh, 8.5%. So. Can can you give a little more detail on the Cezanne? I'm not familiar with what that is. Oh, what, what a Cezanne is? It's kind of like a. It's like uh, Szechuan shrimp, but a beer. Yeah, it, it's a. It's like a. It's, I want to say it's a farmhouse ale. Yeah, it, it's similar to a farmhouse. And Cezannes are typically like. I don't know. They, they'd be made with things that. They just had. It's it's a pale ale that is generally normally around seven percent. It's a highly carbonated, fruity, spicy, and often bottled conditioned. Now that doesn't mean, really mean much to you, but farmers would use the stuff that they had, and then they'd end up making this, and they'd ferment it with just sometimes wild yeast, the leftovers. Kinda, kinda. It's, it's weird. the boiled dinner of beers. I I don't have a solid uh, description for you right now because I didn't really do any of my. Uh, my my research that no. I normally go into doing these, but saisons they're often like sweeter than normal beers or wing it. They they just have kind of these uh, wacky flavors that. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to get wacky. Ready to get wacky. Of beer. All right. So it looks fancy. 
Yeah, it's interesting. No, down the road, I've had a few of their beverages, and uh, they're they're doing a good job. I really like all of the beers I've had from them. And uh, I, I I went to Navigation Brewing Company a little bit earlier, and I ran into the guy because when you're working in a brewery, you have all these beers. Sometimes you're you're friends with all the other guys, and uh, this dude comes in with with this beer, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be talking about that later. Is it any good? And he goes, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> the purple top just looks like you're ready to celebrate or something. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the wax top. I was going to say, is it wax? <laughs> yeah, he goes, are you going to refrigerate it? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, peel the wax off first. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that idea. So I don't have to fight with this. A <laughs> wax top beer. But, uh, yeah, you Cezanne. refrigerate your beer like a wuss. Wow, very highly carbonated. Whoa. Yeah, and uh, Cezanne's, they're often, you can almost compare them to, like, Belgians, in a way. They're, uh... I'm ready for this one. Last week was an IPA. This is this is more my style. Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably like this one. I'm trying to find a beer that I don't think anybody's going to like. Ah, uh, don't go over. It's like a big old muffin top. This is very fizzy. Yeah. So... Almost like a champagne. Yeah, well, that's exactly what uh, he said it, it's comparable to, is kind of like a champagne. And you're going to get so a lot So it's like of a high life. Yeah, yeah, similar. Here you go, Mr. It's Dennis. bubbly. Thank you, sir. Uh, there, there's a lot of head in that. <laughs> Just Ooh. half the cup. I mean. Using f- fancy beer science words. Hey, Bob, you're going to have to come in here, and then uh, we'll go over yours. Yeah. So a Saison. Yeah, and this one comes in at 8.5%. I need to read my book again about uh, the beer history. But uh, the French-speaking region of Belgium, uh, that's, I guess, where they're really popular. And they're often drank in the summer months. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this is the Canadian summer. Yeah, this is a, a very interesting beverage. It is sweet. It's... um. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to get a grasp on it. I'm waiting for this head to go down a little bit. You'll be fine. I don't want to drink the foam, Chris. What if I get sick? No, the foam's good for you. What about the, the fo- kind of What about the wax? The wax? <laughs> I got some wax in mine. Oh, you got wax in yours? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Bob's a lucky boy. <laughs> you guys are putting the tail the door the prize. It, it won't poison you. And Philpot got the bit of wax. <laughs> Needs ketchup. Yeah. Needs ketchup. Well, you know what? Eight point five percent. You could fool me. Does not with taste this. like eight point five. Yeah, there's there's no booze. It, it's hidden very well. It tastes like spiked punch. It had a flat taste to it. It's not really flat. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot. It's very. They definitely get a lot of the fruitiness to it. It's, mm. ve- it's very carbonated. It's, it's almost like champagne-y, like uh, like mentioned. It does. Uh, it does. It does drink like a champagne. Yeah. But it, it it has the bitterness of a beer, but a nice mix, a nice mix. If girls are champagnes and boys are beers, meet Caitlin. <laughs> They're very drinkable, uh, for sure. Uh, good stuff. A saison. I don't really drink saisons too often. I've I've never heard of it until right now. Really? Um, I'm not much of a beer guy. If you haven't, I mean, I I you know I generally just drink Crown Royal on the rocks everywhere I go. Yeah, he's a classic whiskey guy. <laughs> Crown Royal on the rocks. It's all I—I I don't know. It's just—it's what all my family's ever drank. Yeah, 
Um, I'm a Jack Daniels man myself. Really? Yeah. I normally drink all different beers. I, I, I love checking out all the different breweries that are out there. There's just so many uh, so to, we, to we mess gotta, with. we got to find a night to go to the grill next door. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd go with the, uh, to the grill next door. That's a, that's a great one. You ever been there, Dennis? I have They have, I think it's like 32 craft beers on tap. And they're it's always quite a selection. Around. There you go. It's really, and they have, they have real baller burgers, too. Real good places. Just like, that's, that's where we, anytime, like, our old high school friends are back in town, we'll all go to the grill and my wife get some beers and a burger. My wife got the imposter. It's a... Yeah. It's a, a, a stout that, that, it's like a pale ale that tastes like a stout. I've had that, yeah. And it is. It messes with your mind. Um, but, yeah, I've had, um, let me see, I'm trying to look up there on their website. I, I want to have these guys in because I really, really enjoy this. Um, the Fairy of Flowers strides shoulder high through the low summer goldenrod. So you see her right there, the Fairy of Flowers. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Uh, the, the malts, be, uh, Belgian Pilsner and Melanoidin. Is this stuff that you're probably not going to have any idea. <laughs> Our Cezanne opens with a floral hop nose woven with evocations of lemon balm. A clove-like spiciness pops amid suggestions of gooseberry before finishing clean and dry. That's pretty spot on, yeah. There's quite a mm. bit of stuff laying around the old uh, factory there. Oh, yeah, Definitely. I could really nail all those tastes <laughs> except for gooseberry, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, gooseberry. I have no idea what gooseberry yeah. is. Yeah. I still got some head on mine. What, what is this? Sometimes um, the head's good for your beer. Yeah. It, it, it uh, holds in all of the wonderful smells. It, it uh, preserves it. It tastes flat, it. so I think it took some of my taste. It, it tastes flat. <laughs> I don't know what you're tasting. My review. <laughs> <laughs> Tough critic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been going ape over the the Red Hook Pumpkin Porter, man. I we got yeah. we got a case of that the other day at my house, and it, I mean it didn't last more than a day, but yeah, it was certainly a good day. I, I like when they go that route. I like when they try to mess with uh like you, you see all these pumpkin beers that are out there. See, I'm such a sucker for them. Really? I I it just I don't know. I I'll always buy whatever pumpkin beer there's around me. Yeah, well, and that's good. There's a lot of people that get really into beer that end up. Like naysaying the pumpkin beers, and I say, hey, you can't, you can't naysay the history. Yes, I live out in Central Mass. They get their own brewery, Wachusett Ale, and they actually, for a local brewery, have a very good line. Yeah, get a chance Wachusett, to they yeah. do a great job. Yeah, I'd love to have Wachusett in here. Um, yeah, their their beers are very drinkable too, to the average uh, non like beer drinker, because. Um, I think they have them across the board. What you said, they have an IPA, they have a pale ale. Uh, I think they mess with uh, the they watermelon stuff, and um, and that's good. It's good when there's a brewery out there that'll make the, some of the lighter things for um, the lighter crowd, yeah. the locals. Yeah, I'll also I'll drink anything Flying Dog puts out. Yeah, I think I've said that. I probably have said that during every beer segment we've had. Flying Dog, Flying Dog, man. They do some really good ju- beer though. Yeah, and it's uh, always. I mean. I honestly just started buying them just because the Ralph Stedman art on all the packages. Yeah. Because it's just it's such crazy art to look at. And then they have, I mean, was they had one that was brewed with oysters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, uh, I can't remember what it was called now. And then, uh, oh, yeah, no, I know what it was called. Pearl Necklace. Yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Red Dog? Remember Red Dog? Red Dog. I do. They put so Never much money in that advertising, and it was the worst beer. Yeah. Mad Dog. 
That was before I could drink. Yeah, you saw billboard signs all over with just a red dog, and I got everybody talking. What's up? There's no letters. No one didn't explain it. Just red dog. They had a NASCAR with just a red dog and Weird. no logo. We gonna do your beer? Sure, sure. You want me to? I'll bring it in. Yeah, well, we can go to a break first and then come back with it if you want. Okay, let's do that. Might as well. Hey, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and when we come back, we're we're talking about the other beer. <laughs> and I want to I want to mention Mad Dog when we come back too. All right, sounds Mad good. Mad Dog 2020. All right, so stay with us. After Party 980 WCAP, we'll be right back. Uh-huh. 980 WCAP, the After Party. I'm Chris Pupilon, joined in studio. We got Alan Richardson. That tea cat. We got Dennis Worth. Good times. We have Bob Philpot. Ready for round two. Yeah, ready for round two. Hey, before we start Who's that. I'm the cat. Uh, uh, Dennis, you got a show with J.J. Walker coming by. That's right. Central Massachusetts location. You can come in from any part of New England. Uh, Westminster, Mass. It's out there by Fitchburg, Leominster, Worcester County. Uh, the Westminster Country Club. Jimmy, J.J. Walker from the number one television show, Good Times. Everybody grew up watching him if you're uh, middle-aged like me, I guess. Uh, last year we had Steve Sweeney out there. Uh, pulled around 250 people. The Wounded Warriors came out. It was a great night. They've been asking me when you're going to do another one, so I figured I'd get a television legend out there. Uh, he resides out in L.A. He's in Vegas a lot, plays Atlantic City. Don't get to this area often, so catch him because he ain't getting any younger, so you won't, may not get many more chances. Uh, tickets at 978-874-5900. You can call up 20 bucks to see a television legend. You can't go wrong, so I hope to see you. Come on out to the country club. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah. All right. Tell me the cat. Tell me the cat. The D cat. I got a story to tell. Hey, and then now we got round two, all right? Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't and, wait. I already started drinking it. Oh, I, I had to wait because uh, this smell, I, I can't stop smelling this beer. This beer smells wonderful. Bob, good pick, man. Yeah, it really just it's just near my work, and uh, somebody mentioned it to me, so uh, had them pick me up a couple bottles here and there. Now, what we have here is it's from the uh, the Bog Iron Brewing Company, and they are out of Norton. Yeah, and uh, what we have here is the Stinger. Now, I'm looking at all of their beers on their website, and they're all like, there's only one that is below four percent, and I, I imagine that's a sour beer. It's the Little Tart. Everything else is right up above seven percent. Uh, which includes uh, the Stinger, which is what we're drinking. Ooh. It, it's a, it's an American pale. It's a, an American India pale ale, so it's going to be a little bit more bitter. It's 7.4%, and it's made with local honey. And they're saying, well, uh, what's so special about local honey? Well, yeah, honey what's so ferments, special about it, Chris? Honey ferments almost completely out of the beer, leaving very little flavor. Uh, the honey flavors that do remain blend very well with the floral and citrusy hop flavors. By using honey, we were able to cut back on the malt flavors in the beer while pushing forward and showcasing the hops. Yeah, you know what? I'm not usually a huge fan of like IPA and high hop kind of beers, but uh, this oh, is wow. good stuff. This, well, it's really well balanced. Well, yeah, that's so much more rich than the other one. You go from a flat one to the richness of this one. It was quite the. Well, I mean, you're going from different styles too. I mean, you know, actually, I liked it very much going down, but I noticed there's quite the aftertaste if you. If you yeah, that's the resin they, from I, the hops. I hear they recently hops. added more hops. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a lot of times, sometimes when you get a like an American India Pale Ale, an American IPA. It's kind of um, it's hoppier than a regular IPA. Now, Chris, why don't you tell us why it's an IPA and what an IPA is? 
Oh, do you really want to know? Well, Tell it. It's it's everybody knows, man. Oh, well, Dude, I don't think everyone knows. Tell them. Well, uh, when when the British some, troops went to India, knowledge. when when British troops uh, they had to go to India, they wanted beer. Now, what what their uh, what, what was being sent to them was uh, porters, and the porters were getting all the way over there, and they were they were going sour, so they started sending pale ale. And they realized that hops had a preservative, uh, preservative quality to them, so they would ship them over the pale ale with uh, dry hopping, so you know the, the beer wouldn't go bad. What they'd end up getting is a, a very hoppy pale ale a mixture. Yeah, yeah, and you know there was uh, eventually it was an IPA. They'd come back home and they'd be like, "Hey, let me get that pale ale," and it wouldn't taste the same. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was, I was uh, fascinated with that when I first heard about that. Yeah, I know. I love. I, it's just a weird thing to like. Be like, well, our beer's going bad. Let's just uh, add this crap to it. And it's like, oh no, I just made a new drink. Yeah, well, yeah. He's like, it's interesting to be thinking about like it's something I feel like everyone takes for granted today. Of we know what to eat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's always fascinating to think about those people that like before any of this was invented, where they're like, let's just add more hops so it doesn't go sour. Right. And then they started this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's why they call it IPA because that's the style. It was an India pale ale. All the the pale ales were being sent to India, and it took them a while to figure out why. Because once the war was over, they're coming back, and th- they just called it a pale ale. Now they're drinking a pale ale, and it's not tasting the same as it was. Their, their palates got so accustomed to that bitter... Well, that, the palate's too accustomed to th- that, that hoppiness to it, but... Stupid. but um, yeah, this people. is good, but uh, what, what happens, too, is uh, if you ever hear of IBUs, now this one... Is it like IBS? No, no. Well, and this one, this is a more bitter beer, but it tells you how balanced it is because IBS makes me pretty bitter. IBU. All right. Now, in every beer, it has a it has a range of IBUs from one to a hundred, and uh, it's international bitter unit, and uh, they they measure that by the acids in in the hops. So when you you, you say Dennis that uh, it kind of lingers, it's still kind of bitter uh, afterwards. That's the resin from the hops, so they kind of just kind of hang out in your tongue for a little while. It's like a tin canny taste. Yeah. But don't go away. <laughs> it makes you want to take another sip. But I'll still give it better than, than A. Mm. B is better than A. I'll go with But B. when I'm looking at IBUs here, I wouldn't think it was that high in IBUs. You want to take a guess, Alan? Uh, Out of 100? If you're saying you didn't think it would be this high, I'm going to say like 81. 100. Really? Because it has 100 IBUs in this. What do you think, Bob? I just love this. Yeah? Yeah. That, that, but no, now, that doesn't go for taste. That's just, just for, like, the ash from the hops. So maybe it's just, you know, the uh, honey yeah. just really covers it. I mean, it. the hops are definitely strong. Yeah. Yeah, but they're really not that... Because I, I said earlier, I'm not really a big fan of, like, IPAs and, like, the hop flavor. But this it's is... Not close to what you normally drink, I guess. I mean, right. If you drink Sam Adams, this is like, you know, right up there with it, you know? Exactly. I think it depends on what you're drinking. I mean, someone like... I, I drink all of the beers across the board and I, I, I rarely find a beer I don't like uh, so <laughs> I just I love them across the board but uh, Norm from Cheers <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man I forgot I don't know it's getting late it's 1140 <laughs> I know man it's, it's, it flew by today yeah they always kind of do huh yeah but I, I mean this one here the 1045 to 1130 was when you're like oh man yeah what the hell you start to get a little tired and it, with the oh wow, there's a lot of uh, hops. What do they use? Um, 
By using honey, okay, I already said that, showcase the malts, and there is no shortage of hops in this beer. With increasing amounts of hops added during the boil and multiple dry hop additions of Cascade, Columbus, Magnum, and Summit hops. Now, you, you wonder what dry hopping is? Is it what the high school kids are doing? No, that is not <laughs> what the high school kids are doing. Dry hopping Middle is Middle school when kids are doing. They, they say it, if you mixed A with B, that might be the perfect the, combination. They put it, all right, when you're in the boil, you add the hops to the boil, all right? And then you end up uh, filtering all of that liquid out of out of uh, out of the boil, and it goes into the fermenting uh, 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 pot or whatever you call it. Or you add hops into that, and that's dry hopping. So you're not really boiling. And then what the dry hops add is the smell. So you're not getting all that flavor. You're getting more of just the smell of all the hops blended together. But uh, yeah, there is no shortness of hops in this. But no. For no, there ain't. For a hundred IBU. This is so well balanced. I would I wouldn't even think of it being that high. I need to check out this this place out in Norton, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's very close to where I work. So if you need something, just let me know. I will. I will. I want the middle child. That's an imperial IPA. Ah, oh, they have jump back. They got stung. A ten point five percent. What is stung? Is it's, it different than this one? A, no. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a, well, it's a stronger IPA. It looks like it's darker. It's ten point. This is seven point four. What we're drinking, uh, stung is ten point five percent. I'll have to bring that one. Yeah, you should. <laughs> the ceased and I'm gonna ride that day. It's a half a beer buzz. They got some really interesting looking beers. I gotta say, the Robble Robble, <laughs> Swiss Mistress, Milk Ooh. Stout with chocolate. Oh, dang. <laughs> I can't swear on the radio, but just know everyone listening that I I want to right now thinking about that. They have one called I, I love I love like a good like milk stout or like just any kind of creamy stout. They got one called Joe. <laughs> it's it's an American stout a- aged with coffee, eight point five percent. Slap happy, dude! I gotta go to this brewery. Dude, I was I was so happy when I turned twenty one and found out that there actually are like coffee beers. Yeah, because I grew up watching the Drew Carey show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I was right. like, man, like I want to try this. Like this is great. Like a coffee beer. Like that's insane. And then growing up, you're like, there's actual coffee beers. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Even when you see chocolate, I mean, a lot of times I know a uh, Navigation Brewing Company. They made a beer where they used a uh, cold brewed coffee, and when you, you when you got the result of that beer, when you smelt it, it just threw coffee up your nose. Ooh. It was, it was so the good. Budweiser horses. That was like, yeah. It was the first beer I had to try. Budweiser. It was like they almost gear it toward kids to get you to to, to try it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the dog on the fire truck and uh, the right. <laughs> and so the we're trying to lure the kids in, try our beer. Yeah, I, I feel like Budweiser tastes like high school. So yeah, it's it's kind of high school. High school was all natty ice for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now is that our Bud Light? My friend the other day. He had two forties of Natty Ice, or two Tall Boys rather of Natty Ice, and he's like, "Dude, you want to have one with me?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, "Dude, we just like high school." It's like, "Yeah, but now we're twenty-one. We can buy real beer." <laughs> like, we drank that in high school because we were poor and couldn't legally drink. Like, let's just go get a real beer. Yeah, I uh, when I got out of the military, I stayed over at my uncle's house for a while, and he was uh, he was living with a couple of people that would just get. 30 racks of Natty Ice. I'd wake up, I'd spend the night, and I'd wake up at like 7 or 8, and they'd be on their second beer. And I'm like, 
How could you do that to yourself, you <laughs> wet-brained weirdo? On their second beer, what? Yeah, man, at 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning. There's a Michelob light out in the woods that was high school. I may have done that once or twice myself. <laughs> I, uh, wait, well, I'm confused. Wait, so they've been up all night drinking one beer? No, they'll wake up in the next morning, and the first oh, thing they drink is okay. the beer. Oh, okay, I, I get you now. I thought they were like up all night. Wasting on one natty ice, and I was like, no, well, "What are you talking if you a, about?" If you had a hangover, if you kept drinking the next morning, your hangover would go away. It was the old rumor. Not a rumor. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's been tested theory. I remember there's there's one day uh, my buddy is uh, going to school for nursing and everything. He's just he's a dude that's like all about fitness and you know like just an all around you know smart dude knows what he's doing. And we you know got drank a little bit too much one night, and then we were both hungover. And he was like, Al, you know, come over to my house. I'll give you some, some vitamins and stuff. We'll take that. We'll feel better and we'll go out for the day. <laughs> and uh, I went by and just started crushing vitamins with this guy. And then his dad comes out and he's like, Alan, what are you doing? And I was like, I, you know, honestly, Keith, I'm just, I'm just hung over right now. And he's like, you want a little hair of the dog? And I was like, I, I can't. I was going to take these vitamins and go out. And he's like, <laughs> no, nah, here. And he pulls out these nips of Crown Royal out of the freezer and I think I mentioned already today, like that's all I ever drink you is Crown Royal. It, huh? No, not even. I've always just, I just always oh. drink Crown Royal. But he pulls that out, and I was like, I can't say no to this, <laughs> even though it's flipping ten in the morning. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that certainly felt better. You know, it's funny that you say Crown Royal. Uh, when I was in the Marines, I, I lived at my friend's house when I could because I hated living in the barracks because they made us do a field day every week, and I hated having to clean every week, and I just rather lived at my friend's house, so I did. And um, it, we'd have parties every weekend. And one morning I woke up super hungover, but I saw a bottle of Gatorade. And I was like, you know what? Oh, That's no. going to be mine. And uh, it looked gatorade E, but I think there was only a quarter of, of Gatorade in there. And the rest was Crown Royal. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> I, and Whoa, I, I, wait. Surprise. Gross. Disgusting. I Who's know. mixing Crown Royal and Gatorade? I don't know. But I took two, two uh, Advil. You, you, you know when you're taking a pill? Yeah. You're not just taking a sip to test the water. You're, you're chugging because you want to get those oh pills Oh, my out. God. I didn't realize that it wasn't. That's awful. Like I, I didn't realize there was there was any alcohol in there till I'm on my like my second chug and I'm like this is bad but I can't stop. Oh man, I had, I felt great afterwards though. What do you normally mix it with Alan, your Crown Royale? Ice. That's it. Ice and tongue. Yeah. Sometimes ice. No, I'm just I just I sit there and we'll just I'll just drink it straight. And I don't no know. Soda guy, no. No, I used to do Crown and ginger. Uh, well, it used to be Jack and Ginger. Then I started going to Crown and Ginger because you know ginger ale is supposed to help your tummy. Yeah, but I was like, it's getting in the way of my whiskey. <laughs> um, the honey stink. But it, I got to go to. This I, place. I had a similar uh, it, it, uh, incident with Gatorade where um, I was drinking the night before, and I might have been underage. Um, but so I had I brought two things with me of Gatorade: one for the morning, and one to fill up a vodka. And uh, I drank the beers, didn't quite get through the Gatorade with the vodka. I woke up the next morning, and I had to go film, um, was it, was like, not debates, just interviews and, like, um, things with mayoral candidates yeah. for the town of Haverhill. And I just woke up, and I was horribly hungover. I just left my friend's house, grabbed my bottle of Gatorade that I thought was the right one, and went over there. And I'm sitting there behind a camera I take the sip of Gatorade and I just realize this is at least 50% vodka that I'm drinking right now and uh, I'll never forget having to you know um, mouth relieve myself from after a night of drinking and uh, going into the headset have you ever like ever filmed something with a TV with a TV crew 
And like you're in the studio, you have to be very quiet in the camera microphone to talk to the director in the control room. And I remember sitting there pushing the microphone in my mouth, just going, "You have to have someone come in here and fix this camera. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Get someone in the studio right now." And he was like, "Ah, Alan, we're in the middle of shooting. We can't switch cameras." I was like, I-, "I don't care. I gotta go. Someone's gotta fix up this camera." And I just, I, I whipped the headset down, ran out of the studio, closed the doors quietly as could be, and went in the bathroom, and then just, you know, felt better, and then. <laughs> Uh, came, way to put it. came back in the control. I'm trying to you know, on the radio. I'm trying to clean, keep it a little cleaned <laughs> thank up here. You, thank you. I'm doing my best. Uh, and went back in the control room uh, to where, like, you know, the director was and everything. We're all like buddies. And I just walk in. I'm like, oh man. And I look, and all the wives of all the mayoral candidates are sitting in the control room, and they're just looking at me horrified. <laughs> because when you're talking to that microphone in the control room, it's just a speaker. That guy's not wearing a headset. So they're all sitting there hearing me like, someone take over this camera. I gotta go. I gotta go right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, <laughs> I was like a young kid, and I remember, um, and this is this is the worst part of the whole thing, because... Oh. Uh, and believe it, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I, I I stretched my arms up uh, over my head, and like being a being a large guy, I got a gut and everything, and the gut kind of fell out of the shirt. Right. And that's when I realized that I had passed out of the party, and my friends had drawn a jack o' lantern on my stomach. <laughs> oh my And I was God, in the control room. <laughs> your buddy. Yeah, I, I was in there and I just lifted up my shirt, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I woke up one morning. I had. could have did worse, man. You know, I mean, Jack Lantern ain't that bad. Oh, man. Jewish friend that was very fond of swastikas. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd wake up and I have swastikas all over my body. Yeah, it was horrible. That's not right. What? Is there one more in the bottle of the the first one there? Oh, I can split it with you. Pour it into a. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. I was uh, trying to use hand signals. Of drinking thing, yeah. uh, fizz, beautiful. Um, and, or I woke up one morning and I had a sun around my belly button and stars around my nipples and <laughs> they they put put like a whole collage on my body. It, it, it's very it's a very violating it's, feeling. It's a very I mean, there's nothing more fun than waking up the next morning and trying to figure out what happened. I mean, or, there was there was one day um, after an undisclosed birthday where I woke up in my van down the street from where I was at the at the party. Yeah, uh, my pants were gone, and I was just soaking wet, and I had to just put something out on Facebook of just like, could someone please tell me uh, yeah. what happened last night? And then I just someone emailed me a series of pictures, where it's just at one point everyone's looking towards the left and I'm looking towards the right blankly. Yeah, but I, I almost got photogenic st- moment. I <laughs> almost got stuck in the military a little bit longer. Two weeks before I was gonna get out, I went to a party, and um, I don't really remember much. But I was told I jumped out of a car, uh, and they tried making me go back in the car. I guess the car was moving, and I just jumped out. What a baller. Um, I, I jumped into a cab. The cab drove me somewhere, and then I got out of the cab. I didn't even pay the guy. I just walked just, away. Did you kind of go AWOL for a night? Oh, man, it was bad. I, I have flashes of memory talking to the, uh, the sentries at the front gate of the base. And then I have flashes of memory being in handcuffs. <laughs> and then I have flashes of memory, like, making fun of them while I'm in handcuffs, which is probably something you shouldn't do. Yeah. And then I woke up missing a sandal and my shorts were ripped. And it, it, that was a Saturday. That was Saturday I woke up, 
and I had no idea what the hell was going on. I still had to go through Sunday, and I was like trying to find friends that knew what happened. Yeah. And um, nobody would tell me. I had nobody that would like knew. Once I jumped out of the car, like that's all anybody could tell me. After that, you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, there was Pooblon blacked out on his own adventure. You know, I think. And um, I had to answer to my sergeant major on Monday, and he's like, Pooblon, what happened Friday night? (laughs) We're getting this report of attempted burglary. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) I'm like, what? No, I was missing a sandal. I don't know. I might have climbed over my sandal. Oh man! (laughs) The only thing I could think of was jumping out of the cab. Like I didn't really burglarize the guy, but I did kind of like not pay him. I mean, oh, I, I don't know. Attempted burglary, that kind of threw me for a loop. And he's like, hey, what, what are you getting Pending at? charges. Yeah, well, he said, uh, hey, you're getting out in two weeks. It might be a little longer if anybody wants to press charges against Jeez you. Jeez Louise, man. So uh, go, go go check out the alcohol counseling section. And I had to go sign in with some other people. And, oh, boy. It's weird, man. I was like 24. I was yeah. 24 at the time, dude. It was just, I was so happy I was getting out of the military. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I like I think the two worst things I ever woke up to like my friends are just real mean pranksters. Um one day I fell asleep like in after a party, I fell asleep in my living room and I went upstairs the next morning and found that my friends had gone into my room and flipped everything upside down. Yeah, like that. Everything. My my bed was like the frame well the wheels are pointing up, like the mattress was on the ground, my TV was on its side. Uh, ev- they took all my posters off the wall and flipped them upside down, like real weird <laughs> stuff. Like it, I, I went through and I was like, "This must have taken like an hour for these guys to do it." Just to mess with you. Yeah, there is uh, another day where I used to drive a big, you know, the big conversion vans, like that VCR and everything in the back. Uh, one day I had passed. I, I, I guess I think the moral of the story is don't get drunk and pass out at parties. Uh, <laughs> right. But they had taken the, rules. Yeah, they had taken the back bench out of my van. Uh, thrown it in my garage, and then set up my drum set in the back of my van. So when I drove to work the next day, every single turn was just cymbals falling over and drums crashing. Oh, that's horrible. They set it up like so they could play in my trunk, I guess. I had people that actually snuck into my room. The shoes were off. Right, this was against the rules. Right, the rule is if you pass out with your shoes on, you're you're free, you're you're free game. But these dudes, they they came into my room. I drank like a pint of vodka, which I guess I'm a heavy sleeper afterwards. Uh, but they they drew like a, a an arrow or whatever a, a target on my face. So I woke up and I saw that, and I really, I washed it off. But I got like a just this is like a Sunday. I had to go to work. I just got a fresh haircut, so I'm like all bald on the sides and everything. Yeah. I get to work. And uh, I'm at the, I'm in the chow hall, and I'm throwing all the stuff in the oven. And then uh, the sergeant comes up to me, and he goes, Pooblon, why is there a penis drawn on the back of your head? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, about? <laughs> and I, I was so, I was livid. And then I go in the room, I can't even see it, and, and all the camera angles. <laughs> double uh, mirror, that one. Right? All the, yeah, well, completely, because I'm, I'm scrubbing at my head, and then I go out, and I'm like, is it gone? I was scrubbing the wrong <laughs> spot for like five minutes. How long did you walk around before you noticed? Ah, boy. That's like one of my worst fears, That's a good man. question. Uh, I don't think there was many people uh, for a while. It was probably at least. It was probably going to say nothing if you see something like it. Just oh laugh. man, I would uh, never mention to that guy. <laughs> I, I, it was probably about a half hour, forty-five minutes that I was working. 
Let them go. Uh, Someone else got to see it. Before anybody noticed. Oh, man, that's uh, funny. It was but, a little Ozzy Osbourne trip there. What? If somebody left their shoes in the hotel room <laughs> outside the door, he defecated them. Really? <laughs> that's uh, his, that's his, tour wake up to. his tour Ozzy. of Japan did not go well. <laughs> see, I, oh, man. Uh, and I, I woke up one day. I was at work, and like at noon or one in the afternoon the next day, someone texted me a picture of me sleeping. Yeah. And like I got drunk in my house with one friend. Like, it wasn't a party. <laughs> Someone had just come by at, like, 2 in the morning and walked into the room to see what I was up to that night and just saw I was sleeping and took a picture, deleted their number from my phone. So then when I woke up the next day, just the random number texted me a picture of me sleeping saying, you look so pretty. You have some smart friends. Yeah, uh, they're smart, but they're, they're I'm, I'm one of the few that didn't go to college, but they're, they're all cruel. <laughs> uh, boy, hey, we have, like, three minutes left. We got through another show. This is great. Another show. I, I I didn't tell any embarrassing hot dog stories this time. And we got a call coming in. That's weird. <laughs> they always wait till the last second. Last minute they're coming. To call in. in. Right. They're in, they're complaining for the no hot dog stories. Yeah. I, I got to have Sean LeBron right in. The Big thanks. To Dude, they Sean were so great. In. I mean, I love I love having the music here. Yeah. The music's a lot of fun. Uh and and sometimes it's, it's I'm gonna say that that was probably one of my favorite performances so far. Cause in between, it it was so fluid. The dude's yeah. a great personality. Well, who was your buddy there? It sounded like he wanted to kill himself. That re- reviewed the Matt Damon. Oh, Johnny movie. Connolly. Yeah, that yeah. was quite the segment. Yeah, he's uh he's very <laughs> depressed most he's some days. Therapy maybe. He does. Yeah. He does. But he's better without the therapy. <laughs> I think he's Bob's brother again. Yeah. Bob's having too much fun on the phone right now. See that? Yeah. Yeah. It could be. One time we had somebody call in, and uh, nobody. It's a no-go. And then he's like, you smoking weed, guys? <laughs> I'm like, we need to get this guy off the air. <laughs> it must have been your buddy out in uh, the parking lot in front of this place when I came in. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Asking you for change? This is yeah. one of the few times someone wasn't sleeping on the stairs when I got here. Really? It was a nice change of pace. Sometimes they're... You spot me a couple of bucks. And it smells good in there. Can I get the roach? Of... No. <laughs> I've, uh, I, I've... So I, I turn the lights on and everything here in the morning. Sometimes when I go down there to unlock the front door, there's somebody sleeping there. Yeah. I'm like, they're so peaceful. I feel bad. I mean, it sucks getting put in that position. You wonder how and someone ends up in that position. Though. Yeah, you wonder. And then... And then you find the heroin. I've paid child even. support for 22 years, and hey, I'm yeah. still here. Yeah. <laughs> I, c- I could. I could be sleeping in front of a radio station. Yeah. Is it, you mean like you could like that could have happened, or you I could like in an existential happen, yeah. kind of way? Like we don't know what where actually like, are we a part of a turtle's dream? Is this all Dennis Worth dream where he sleeps on just, the stairs could, in front of a radio station? I could leave here now and just sleep on the sidewalk. Huh? Well, the, I'll, I mean, I'll probably do that. <laughs> those stairs, I imagine, being comfortable. So. They look nice. Yeah, Zappa time. All right, so hey, we, we got day. through another show. Smoking. Thank you. For hanging out, I know next week we have uh, Jeff Keown, Nathan Burke, and Mark Gallagher. Dude, no, by. no room for Alan Richardson next week. No room for Alan Richardson. Sorry, JJ Walker, nine seven eight eight seven four fifty nine hundred tickets. Chris Johnson, Hard Rock, October tenth. Yeah, up. lots of stuff going on, but uh, I'm gonna go to bed because so, I gotta wake up early so I can write a newscast Everyone for the morning show. And kiss Chris Poblon in his sleep. Thank you, Bob. Just just don't call in periodically through the night because I'm going to lose my mind if that's what you do. Kiss him in his sleep. <laughs> Chris, kiss Take it Chris easy, everybody. Thank you, Bob. Thank Dynamite. you, Alan. Thank you, Dennis Worth. Thank you all for listening. Kiss Talk to you later, cheek. everybody. Bye.